And we are back. Couch Company Podcast. I'm John. With me as always, Tyler. Hey. Hey. I'm Tyler. We have a guest. I love guests. I don't know about you, but I love guests. I, well, Uh on the podcast, absolutely. (laughs) Okay. Generally speaking, I love guests. I'm, I need to be less introverted. Okay. Our guest is waiting. His name, you've heard him before, Jeff. What's going on? I just felt the warmest of welcomes uh, just now. <laughs> well, just ignored um, you. Really. Thank yeah. you for having me. Of course. Uh, in your welcoming home. Um, very excited to be here. My yet again. 81 degree home. Feels good. It's what happened so to your hot. AC, by the way? It died again. I don't know. Again? Yeah. This is the fixed. third time it's been broken. Second time, if you don't include us not changing the filter for four years. Um, Found out. Mm, <laughs> we, should, we should do that. Mm. Uh, so I changed the filter, got that. But then it, yeah, died, and they were like, oh, we're just going to recharge the thingamajig and add some antifreeze. And then it was fine. It took a day to cool all the way back down to our, our standard 69 degree. Yep. And then, yeah, it started leaking again, and it's not. So we shut it off, and now it's 81. Yikes. I've, I've been, which we'll get to, but I've been, like, sitting in my room with a fan, like a big tower fan, I want to say maybe 12 inches from my face trying to like slog through like video games did i did i tell you about pittsburgh and the and the sweat down in pittsburgh uh nope we went down to pittsburgh um to a dance bar okay filled with people yeah did not see the notification on the door that said our ac is out of order we get in there yikes probably dancing for a good two and a half hours. I've never been more drenched in my entire life. And I didn't even notice. I, I took my shirt and I wrung it out. Oh. And it was just like, like the water on the That's floor. That's crazy. I walked out, you know, when we were all leaving and my pants were soaked. People were like, did you piss yourself? I was like, did I? I, I don't Maybe. know. You were having such a good time. But my pants were incredible. Like my front and back were completely soaked. My shirt was drenched. Drove home with... My pants down to my knees, my shirt off, <laughs> like over the passenger seat, like air drying. Yeah, it was it was in an event. But huh. it was like full. There's a lot of people there. Yeah, it despite was completely the AC. packed. Completely. Wow, that's got to be elbow like somebody had to have been like passing out or something, right? Like from that's that had to be. Yeah. And, and the DJ was amazing. So everyone was just oops, oops, oops. and I was there. House and, music. I do it again. Do you guys ever get so drunk that like you feel like you pissed yourself? Like you can't tell if you pissed yourself. Oh yeah, yeah. That's mm-hmm. a that's a big stage. Of, like that's a lot of drinks. I was gonna say like where does that fall in line of like being like sick or blackout or whatever? Like that's like one step before blackout where you're like yeah. feeling your crotch you do a and you're pat like and you're like mm. did I piss myself? You don't know. I don't think I've ever been there. <laughs> that's bad. Oh, that's no, a I bad have. place to be. I've been there. It's <laughs> <laughs> not good. You like bad yourself, right? Yes, You're like I check guess it. you do. Oh man, am I? Hmm. Usually you don't piss yourself. Actually, it just but feels a little warm. It just, yeah, it just feels. Warm. You're just sweating so profusely that it's like, oh, whoopsies. That is wild, dude. That's sorry crazy. for the awkward intro, but no, I, I appreciate your transparency about your your dancing life. You a big dancer? I'm terrible at dancing. Um. I'm not a great dancer, but I really enjoy a good atmosphere. Yeah. So if I can't hear my own singing and if I see other people my height in the bar and they're dancing and we make eye contact and we're mouthing the words to each other and pointing at each other in the air, 
that's what I'm, what I'm all about. How often do you see people your height in bars? Frequently. frequently. Really? Okay, yeah, so it's really. like a, a community. It's like you you're have your average yeah. people, and then you're like a foot and a half taller yeah, than everyone there's, else. There's like a skyscape, <laughs> a whole different like scene up there, and you're, what, and you're just trying to make eye contact. What with, is life like in the clouds? Oh, it's Cloud city. Sometimes it's happy smiley people are cool other times that you know they turn your back to you because oh. there's only like a handful of you up right you like seven or eight and yeah. you see each other every you you know who you are yes and uh, like i know who you are yeah. yeah yeah do you a lot of females or just like well all dudes here's the thing oh <laughs> careful i got kicked off the bar itself so I didn't know that only girls can go dance on the bar top. I thought guys could dance on the bar top <laughs> That's too. Sexist in today's That's day a and age. Job, man. Yeah. But usually the women are actually above the sky top because they're dancing on the bar. So it no. usually goes common yeah. folk, the giants, <laughs> and then <laughs> the the angels the in heaven. Yeah. yeah. Uh huh. Uh, okay. I'm a common folk? Crap. That's not good. You're you're like on the precipice of being... I want to be a giant folk so bad, yeah. but I'm not there. You're what, six? Six. Technically, your scale tells me 6'1". Six 6'1"? One. Six one? Which is now what I'm telling people because your scale would never <laughs> lie to me. No. Yeah. It's electrical pulse. Yeah. That's, that's the, how I, they tell you. That's truth. Yeah. Truth is in the electricity. That's what old Benny always said. <laughs> Gave him one of our old scales that just stopped working for us. I'm glad it was working for you. Oh, it's not. Uh, <laughs> I'm talking about the one <laughs> oh, yeah. I use over here. Yeah. When oh, I strip naked oh, in front one? of you. Yeah. 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 yeah John's like, oh, I'm, he gets naked. I was like, all right. Yeah, I well, get naked when I weigh myself because I don't want any of the clothes to miscalculate what I, I actually that. weigh. But it pulses yeah. electricity through your body, and that's how it determines like your, your fat versus muscle and everything like so that. So if you shave, would that be advantageous? Probably. If but you have really heavy hair, maybe. Okay. I don't know. You could shave a, a point one off. Point one pound. I don't, I don't yes, think you dude, can. Yes, dude, if I shaved enough hair that's a tenth of a pound. I'm pretty hairy. I, Look at this. I think if you took all of your hair. Is that yeah. alopecia with the no hair? Yes. 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 If you took all your, I don't know why. <laughs> okay. If you suddenly lost all your hair and you put it in a little, in a little pile, okay. guaranteed that's not a tenth of a pound. It is if you're in that dan dance bar. Easily. Uh, yeah, We're talking maybe wet if hair. it's soaking Easily. wet, but then that's that's water. Number one liquid. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, we need to address this. We need to address this. So last week, was this last week? Yeah. Top five beverages. A crucial list, I would say, in, in the all the lists that are out there, that's a crucial one it's to get a, right. I'm actually shocked. Like, whenever you mentioned it, I'm You're surprised shocked. we didn't do it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's, a good, it's a good list. Anyways, there's been a lot of controversy about our number one pick, mm -hmm. and we have one of the... You're on board with the controversy, right? Yeah, I'm one of the revolters. Okay. I, I do not believe it should be... I do not debate its place on the list. I just don't think it should be on the list at all. It's so if, good. If it's on the list, right. obviously it's number one. Right. But it shouldn't be there in terms of your entertainment topic. Okay, for context, water is number one, obviously, and people are pissed because it shouldn't have counted. But I don't understand. Water is liquid. Water is a beverage. Why are we? Why are we discounting it just because it's too good? I think it's the 
the flavor profile. I think when you're comparing a milkshake and coffee and beer and these other experiences to a fundamental life necessity that is incredibly good, it, it just, everyone knows it's going to be there. Right. It's like, I think you acknowledge waters, like you said on the podcast, cat, podcast, O penis. O penis. No, keep that going. felt weird. Ah, oh, that felt good. weird coming out. Sure. I, I just. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. No, keep We're going. 12, this is fantastic. It, it is. Uh, hmm. Like, am I really going to debate whether, whether water is better than coffee or not? Like, who's having that debate? Me. However, are you going to debate whether <laughs> coffee or beer is better? Uh, yeah, I would, I would hear that debate. But nobody's going to say, bro, water, water is not better than coffee. Like, no one's going to say that. I think a lot of people would say that, actually. Yeah, Chelsea would probably like coffee more than water. There are people who just don't like water. My friend's dad doesn't drink water. He gets his water intake through, like, 7-Up. <laughs> so, like, there are people out there that would not agree water is never what. He right. hates water. All right. Well, <laughs> I'm just saying I am part of the conflict. Dude, I'm, okay. Well, here's let me ask you a question, then. How did you feel about our top five pies? Oh. Because <laughs> that's the real. Okay, look. I get that Why? one. People Why would like, you put pizza? It's a pie. <laughs> See, that one was my fault. <laughs> I that was keeping one. that in the back pocket waiting for it. How is it not a pie, though? Like, it, 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 it hits all the criteria. Yeah. And you can't tell me you'd have, like you'd have like an apple pie I over think, a. I think a, this is why it was so enraging is that the rest of the list was notably dessert pie right and then out of nowhere yeah. you have pizza pie like where shepherd's pie where no we, we we had we talked about shepherd's pie we talked about uh, was it all dessert pie i thought we had i feel uh, like it was shepherd's pie no, we, yeah we talked about shepherd's pie we talked about uh chicken pot pie yeah oh chicken pot pie Love which chicken was pot pie. Uh, might have been we talked about it let me pull the list up real quick it was, we definitely talked about it yeah pizza's a pie I, it literally counts. And you can't tell me that you would not have a pizza over a dessert pie. Like that's, You're right. Exactly. You're 100% yeah. right. The, the problem you, is, it's like when we did the top five planets, we did Earth is number one, obviously, because, like, again, OP, it's like it houses life. Clearly, it's the best planet. Mm. But then you also have the thing where, and this is a point against us, I'm pretty sure we, like, disqualified humans. In the top five <laughs> mammals. Did we? I think so. Oh, I we think, did. I yeah, think we, we did. did. <laughs> we because did. it was, again, like, well, I mean, That's humans true. are so good. We That's can't true. possibly. So, well, maybe, maybe we So that. maybe we're inconsistent. I don't know. Yeah, and again, right. this is part of the charm of the Couch Co. podcast. <laughs> I'm not telling you to introduce a default, like, hey, this is acknowledged on the list as being incredibly amazing sometimes you have to put the controversy out there that's how you I get the agree. list i agree i <laughs> agree <laughs> oh man chicken pot pie was three yeah okay so it's we, we, we had, had two some. savory three dessert three yeah sweet does that make you feel it does it seems like that didn't make you feel better and i think apple pie won the top five desserts so it's it's had its day uh, all right shout out to slow king dude being king of gen 2 by the oh. way that dude's... The, oh, yes. Let's get into this. Tell <laughs> us how all our lists... All uh, wait. He's, he, he cringed at that one. We had Slow King, <laughs> Espeon, Quagsire, Scizor, and Togepi. Listen, I don't know Gen 2 uh, okay. as well as you guys, but there was oh, we one don't know Gen that 2 I either. looked up, and I was like, what 
did they just put on this list? It was, was the one Gen of, 2? It was some blue shitter that was just sitting there with the uh, goofiest look that's on me, it. Yep. I was like, how did this make the list? That's all He's John. my favorite Pokemon. You'll find whenever I'm arguing with John, <laughs> if he has the passion, I, I just, I have to step aside. You bend the knee to passion? Usually, usually. I mean, he just did it last week with coffee. He's not a big coffee guy, but like they're. they're I did it episode one with fucking mushrooms on pizza. Oh yeah, that's the yeah. best topping of all time. You're out of your brain, dude. There's no, no way. I but I think it's pretty good. Tyler died on the hill, and I allowed it. So that's what good partners do. Just saying. They use it as leverage for further endeavors. For, for <laughs> future endeavors. The next list. Yes. Right. Anyway, it's a game. It's all uh, chess. chess. Speaking magic. of games, oh dude, did I ever tell you I got banned from chess? You got banned from yeah, chess for cheating. For, oh, butt yeah. plug, huh? Butt plug. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's how they cheat in chess, right? There's no other way yeah. to cheat in chess. It's yeah. just either you use a butt plug yeah. that vibrates, yeah, or you. Uh, yep. Yeah, they got Good me. Good for dude. you. Experiment. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, I was like, man, I really just want to play chess right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, how'd you how'd you get? Oh, so what you do is you you go on chess.com or whatever. And then you play like a normal game, but then you go on your phone and then you play against the hardest computer. Mm-hmm. You flip the board and then you play the moves that your opponent's playing in the real game. And then in the real game, you play the moves that the hard mode computer's playing against you and yeah. you just crush everyone. And then they ban you because you get perfect scores in every game. They're like, you're not that good. But, so they banned you just because they think you're not that good. I was playing perfectly. I was playing better than the best players in the world. So yeah, they banned me real quick. <laughs> I wonder. If they should have at least called me and like see if I was like a prodigy or something. Yeah, you know? At least give me the benefit of the doubt that <laughs> yeah, right? I'm perfect at chess right? instead of cheating. Yeah, no, like I fly me it. out to Iceland to play in a tournament. Dude, you need to, you need to take shown. a take a dive every now and then. Keep the score on a believable. Nah, fuck those guys. I was running over everyone. It felt good. It's a power trip. <laughs> <laughs> How many games did you get through before they, they call on? 20. That's wow. Yeah. I was rated, I was like rated 2000, dude. And they were like, you're not a grandmaster. <laughs> <laughs> Something's wrong here. John XP 1290 started greatest account five days ago with grandmaster. Uh, I, wonder, uh, I wonder if ChatGPT can, can play chess. I think it's really bad. They were, I, I saw a video on that, and what it'll do is it won't remember the state of the board. Mm. And oh. then there were weird situations where it was eating its own pieces. Huh. <laughs> so <laughs> okay, maybe it's just the AI revolution. Like, gonna be scary. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Did you guys hear about the Babel library online? No. And I might butcher this, but theoretically, there is a library online that houses every combination of words that has ever been or ever will be because it's all just math equations and things like that so you think of a library you can type in whatever you want okay and it will zoom in on the coordinates because it's like there's only so many number like combinations Mm -hmm. of words there's only so many words so it's feasible to think that you could have something where it's like every letter of every combination of every like it's not infinite right and it's bonkers to think about but everything that i'm saying right now technically you should be able to type into this field on this website and it will zoom into like a library of a book of a whatever not a, a like a like a fake book like it's nonsensical but it will show you like here's what you've just said because it's like the combination of words 
exist. And it's bizarre. What's I'll, the purpose I'll send of it? it? To, to freak people out, I guess. I don't know. But it's just like it, it does the, the so coordinates. So you type in a sentence. It's ge- like a procedurally generated thing, but it just like here's every combination of every word. I'm shocked we have the computing power to I don't know. do that. Because there's like, it's not infinite, but it's, it's close. It well, was, you take dictionary to <clears throat> X power, right? I don't think it's that astronomical. Do yeah, you? 100%? No. It's like they, they did the thing. You have the whole dictionary, yeah. which is a big boy. And then. We'll say do like another dictionary it's, power. It's or 10 to the. It's like. Well, know, isn't like it infinite then? Because can't ten. you. No, like what's the limit? Because you can put any number of string of, of words together, correct? right? So theoretically, it's it's like so it is infinite. It, well, no, it's not infinite because there's only so many words, there's only so many letters, and there's only so many combinations of words. So you can't. Can't your sentence just continue though? Well, it's not. It's it's about like your words. I I guess it theoretically could, but like that's the thing is like doesn't allow run on sentences. Well, no. okay, hold on. I'm gonna I'm gonna find it, but it, I, I don't they, get what the point of this thing is though. It, I'm I'm actually a little bit with John. Like I'm kind of confused. It's just as well, to do it. It's just like it's I don't know. But like if you type in the sentence, and it's it opens this fake book and it's like oh here it is. Like what do you mean? I just typed it in. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I don't will, get it. You're just showing me what I, I typed in. Yeah, I'm not yeah, blown yeah. away by that. Yeah. No, I get now, it. Now, if it I were to tell it. me what I'm going to say next, now we're talking about well, some scary well, shit. Part of, part of that is the whole, like, uh, here we go. Uh, so the Library of Babel has every possible combination of words ever. Um, let, me, let me just try to scrub here real quick. So it's... Tyler's pulling up a video, by the way. Yeah, so it's <laughs> podcast. No, I w- sorry. I was looking for uh, <clears throat> the like the odds of it or whatever. So it gives you. It's like oh, okay, that's interesting then. Yeah, it's like nine hundred or nine thousand four hundred thirty-one to the or it's ten to the five thousandth power. That's not bad. Huge. Not bad. That's, not that's bad. huge. Uh, so in retrospect. There's only ten to the eighty atoms, See? or something yeah, like that. Yes, in, so in the universe. Like, yeah. So it. Well, combination like that. It's all about the combinations of yeah, like I don't it's know. Not bad. So there's ten to the eighty. I, I atoms like I said in the at the beginning. I know I'm butchering and this. This was ten to the five thousand. I will send you guys this this video. <laughs> it's just kind of nuts because then you get into this thing of, okay, well this combination of words has already been said. So. Or not has already it hasn't been said just because it exists in this weird computer generated AI thing. I don't even know if it's AI, but it's like this computer generated thing that's just math. That's all it is. It it just it doesn't it doesn't mean anything. It doesn't mean like it's going to give you like a prophecy or it's going to tell you something like something. It's just notated, yeah, already. Right. So so we have no original thoughts. Uh, no, it's it's the fact that just because it's here doesn't mean that it has ever been spoken or hasn't right. ever been thought or whatever. It's like a thought experiment. Yeah, right? Flubel's not in there though. Theoretic. Well, it's not. It has to be real words. <laughs> it will which be one is day. which is beautiful. Well, right, which is beautiful. But uh, I don't know. I mean, you got to look at like you should be able to go into the library, pick a random book, pr- pick a random whatever. It, when I say library, I'm talking this virtual like. <clears throat> Axie library or whatever. Uh, and you should be able to look at it and you should just be able to see like just these nonsensical words 
but somebody could just be like you could just be like purple giraffe bar stool water and it'll be like okay well that's uh you know what's more fascinating of a, uh, <laughs> what's more interesting to me is why you picked those random words and i have a theory that yeah. there's like there's like all this information stored in the background in your brain so when you try to think of something spontaneous and super random you're like grabbing it like mm-hmm. random so like maybe you saw like a giraffe out of the corner of your eye when you were at the store the other day, like yeah. a stuffed giraffe or something. And it's just been sitting back there. And then your brain's like, oh, we need something. Whoop, and you just throw that from the stores of your data. You know what I mean? And I like purple, so it's not, it's not like well, a yeah, huge like, leap. Yeah, sure. I don't know. Yeah. Like, can anything be truly random? Yeah. Because, like, I, I don't know if this is a myth, but I heard, like, people, like, you dream about, you can't make up faces like you've seen everyone in your dreams somewhere, even if it was just passing by or something or on TV or whatever. So like, even if you don't recognize someone in your dreams, you've seen them somewhere. Yeah. But people also say you dream in black and white and that's just not the case. That's no, not true. That is not true. So you can. Yeah, you can, but not, it's yeah. not yeah, all. That's not true. So I might be saying bullshit too. I don't know if that's true or not, but that'd be, that'd be cool. I will, I will see if I can find the, well, I definitely know the site, so I'll put the site in the, the notes, and then I'll send you guys the video. Okay. I think it's wild. All right. I wasn't expecting to talk about it, but it was just kind of crazy. Can you can you feel temperature in dreams? I don't think you can, because I remember this one time I went lucid, like big time. Did I ever tell you about this dream? I think I told you. Probably. I'm, I'm a, you might not have. Okay, so this one time, I probably said it on the podcast, whatever. I'll rehash it. So I was keeping a dream journal. I was like getting really into it, trying to go lucid dreaming and shit. And I remember I was walking out of this gas station that was right by my house and it was a snowstorm. And then I was like, oh shit. Or no, I, I didn't come to the realization I was in a dream. I was like walking through all the snow. It's <laughs> like, oh shit, I'm at a gas station. Uh, so I'm walking through all the snow and I go down and I pick up the snow and it's warm, like it's room temperature. It's not cold. And I'm like, oh shit, I'm in a dream. So then I run out in the middle of the street and I freeze time. It was really cool. I can only hold it for like five seconds though. Hmm. But that made me think, like, can you feel temperature in dreams or no? So do you think you've ever felt pain? Yes, I have. Then I would say, yes, you can feel temperature. However, Mm. because it's a dream, that temperature may not be what it appears to be. Can you, though? Because, like, if feeling pain comes down to your nerves Mm -hmm. firing, right? Yeah. Temperature... While your body regulates your temperature, it's not like I can just drop to freezing temperatures. My body, I'd, I would just die, right? You don't think your brain could give the illusion of that? Have you ever like tried to think about being like Listen, you can't change yourself being cold? No, 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 no. I think you're wrong. Really? You think so? There is a Rugrats episode. Uh-oh. I'm pulling a deep <laughs> cut here. I this is like third grade. I remember this Rugrats episode where. I think it's Chucky gets lost outside. He doesn't know how to get back to the house. Glasses guy? The glasses okay, guy. Okay, okay. Green shorts, can't tie red his hair. Shoes. Can't tie his shoes. Hated that. I think he got sad. lost outside. He was okay. like in the sandbox. Okay. Scorching temperatures outside. This baby was burning. And that episode taught me when you are feeling warm to just think about, you know, a cool breeze. To think about, you know, that drink of Fiji water. I think, I think there's something to it. Mm. And I'll mm. tell you what, when mind I, over matter. Yes. Mind over matter. And even whenever I'll give you another example. 
I'm I'm almost deathly afraid of the dark. I do not like the dark. I don't know why, but when I when I used to be afraid of the dark, my parents used to always tell me, "Just think that you're in heaven." I was like, "What the fuck? What are you talking about?" But they she, they would say, "Just think that you're in heaven." I was like, "I don't know where you're going with this." They're like, go, "Almost like Happy Gilmore, go to your happy place," kind of kind of mm-hmm. stuff. I swear to God, it works. I think there is much more to this this squishy thing in our head than than meets the eye. I really believe that. Yeah. No, I. I'm with you, dude. Like you read about like people swimming in like freezing waters Mm -hmm. and they're able to like regulate their bodies through like breathing techniques and shit. Like they should be dead because they're in like ice water for like X amount of minutes or whatever. But like people are able to, to do it. Stuff like that's crazy to me. I think what really messes me up though is the what's us as humans, what's our closest you know, DNA relative and it's like the orangutan or something like that or one of the apes. Yeah. And the gap in knowledge there and, you know, sophistication, civilization is so massive, even though our DNA is like so close, ridiculously close. Mm -hmm. So whenever we start talking about aliens and like, you know, all that shit, what is their gap in knowledge going to be when our DNA is hypothetically much further apart? than ours is to the to the ape Mm -hmm. their knowledge could be like so vast that we just look like ants i hope at least i hope that's what it's like or even if we have close dna to him yeah it's still it's still a huge jump yeah because we would be essentially apes to them who's gonna be smarter though the ais or the aliens aliens you think so well they would have to be why I, so when we're talking about civilizations, we should not go down that path. But when we're talking about like type one civilizations and things like that, and like it's like okay, we have to overcome some like extinction level event, right? <clears throat> now, theoretically, it, it wouldn't have been like the ice age or anything because like to do type one, you have to then colonize outside of your planet. So for for AI to be like that's the thing that we're going to end up overcoming, I personally don't think it's that far off. So I think that for aliens, I'm sure they have something similar to that or some, you know, parallel to it where it's like, yeah, they overcame that. And that's why they're going and visiting. But what if it's not, though? Like, let's say the Asari exist. Yeah. And the reason that they're crazy is because of their mental capabilities. Like, their physiology is just better than humans. Whereas humans have to rely on technology. They have, like, psychic powers. (laughs) So it's yeah, like, maybe. you know what I mean? Uh, so maybe they have, they're not familiar with the same type of capabilities that we are. Because that's, like, that's human's MO. Like we build things because we're super fragile and weak and we lose to everything until we build OP <laughs> things that beat everything else. I guess that's fair. I, I guess yeah. as yeah, of yeah. right now, AIs <laughs> are not smarter than humans because they're only drawing from what we've already done. So until they can start thinking from themselves or coming up with new concepts that are actually accurate and can change in, in some way, uh, that's when it'd be maybe like, oh, maybe this is a <laughs> not, yeah, not right. Good. I don't know because aliens would be my thing. There would be aliens are smarter than us, so then right, they would naturally automatically be smarter than AI. Have you been reading the the latest alien news, like the Congress? No, because I am looking at the <laughs> all 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 the problems going on in the world <laughs> of like. 
oh, let's let's talk about Russia and Ukraine. Let's talk about Biden. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's talk about Trump. And then suddenly it's like, wait, guys, guys, aliens. Yeah, yeah, no, that's fine. But where, where, where's all this money going? Where's all? It's like, no, 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 guys, aliens are here. Yeah, we don't care. It doesn't matter. Yeah. The only reason I bring that up is it. It really messes with my head thinking that these aliens came down in a square spacecraft. Like that just doesn't like that for me doesn't click in my head that these mm-hmm. aliens chose a square shape t- to traverse the oceans the you know atmosphere the space why square is it an aesthetic choice do they like squares well it might be because like squares are rectangles but like not all rectangles are squares you know so they want to they want to get the widest shape base they can get you know i have I mean? no clue what you just if said you, if, you were, <laughs> if you were in a type two civilization you'd understand okay, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's type two yeah i don't know i mean sure show us aliens like here's the thing you can't you'd can be like oh aliens ufos like sure then show it to us i just want to see it so bad yeah, well, that's what, what I mean. if aliens like, don't exist how dare you you, dude, that's possible. You you don't think that's possible? I don't think that's possible. It could be possible. It could be possible. That if is the within the realm exist. of possibility. What if the universe doesn't exist? It's Schrodinger's universe. It's one of those things where it's like, yes, we we can say that. How does the universe not exist? Because we we can't go there. We can't do anything. Like we have all these theories. We go and, a little bit there. We we can't get <laughs> out of our solar system. There. We can we can't it's get our to solar Mars. system. Last time I checked, is within the universe. Correct. But what I'm saying is we are we are talking about outside of our solar system, right? Like, yeah, we, yeah we're talking about colonizing Mars and different things like that. But it's like we can't get past like we just got to what Jupiter. Dude, as soon as we find the mass relays, we're golden. Yeah. Well, then I'll believe aliens exist. But what I'm saying is <laughs> like, it, you know, to get outside of the solar. Like we have all these theories about like, oh, well, here's the Big Bang. Here's the star and here's everything going you know, forward, and, and they were t- trying to talk about how like planets aren't actually moving farther away from each other. They're they're because st- they can't travel faster than light, so they're staying in the same place. But the universe is expanding. So then it's like think about chocolate chips in a cookie, and all the chocolate chips are all the different pa- uh, the the planets, and their locations didn't change. But then the cookie is expanding out, so the distance. Oh, between we're still the in the planets, oven. Yeah, so the distance between we're the planets the are increasing, but the planet distance are not necessarily so it's like i think the chocolate chips move with the cookie though well what they're saying is that because space is expanding and it's not the planets the planets aren't moving faster than light because technically it's what seventy thousand kilometers a second or some insane thing that's faster than light so what i'm saying is space is not uh beholden to the faster than light type of thing objects are space isn't so because space is expanding then objects technically can go faster than light in that they're there's a dis like they are going distant away from each other faster than light without breaking. Ooh, that. I don't like that. Neither do I. But what I'm saying is like that's all what we're expecting and thinking and the black holes and all this other crap. Remember when we had a conversation? It could be like a cardboard box. Like it could literally just <laughs> yeah. be like here's our universe <laughs> okay. and it's sure. freaking Truman Show and then you just you, <laughs> we sent out a probe and it just smashes into like this black like wall it's the aliens oh, have a no. set up in oh, no. all right first of all i want to say remember the conversation we had when you were like oh man dude like a hundred years ago people were so much better because they had all these dates memorized and all this shit you think a hundred years ago people could even begin to understand the concepts that you're 
beginning to no, but that's the thing upon. is we can't even understand the concepts. We have yes, theories, but and the we're technology stuff that we it. have available to us now, you have the introduction to all of that knowledge. And it's that a hundred, two hundred years ago, not even close. But what are we doing with it? We're not doing anything with it. We're terrified of it. It's just like what do you mean? That, I think it's all we're proving. It, like either we are proving out that we are the most insignificant things in in a universe and just a speck of nothing. And we're tearing down all these institutions of religion and politics, and and we're just we're proving to ourselves that we are apes, that we are just squabbling and fighting amongst ourselves. When you have this vast universe out there, like it, there, there's not like a, I don't see like the benefit. You would think we're searching for truth. What, that's what we've what, always done. What truth, truth of the what? truth of life, the universe. That's that's what we've always done. Why the fuck do people get on boats? And travel the ocean. There's no reason for that. But we got something out of it. Well, we, mm. we, yeah, that's, that's a little icky too. But we got something out of it. What I'm saying is like... What's we, to say we won't get something out of this? Well, we have. It might we not haven't be soon. so far. That's what I mean. We just we haven't yeah, so far. Yeah, when they were in the middle of the ocean fucking dying, they weren't getting anything out of it either. Yeah, but we, we prospered from it. I don't know. I'm just... I'm just you, well, you even, haven't I seen think, the result of it. I think we haven't hit that desperation milestone yet. I think that is like right. hum, uh, humanity's skill to survive will be tested when it gets to that point. And what is the benefit of exploration? Like, what is the benefit? Well, our survival. And, uh, you know, there's, I guarantee you, there's, you know, thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of people who right now, if given the opportunity to get on a space rocket to go explore the unknown for the sake of humanity would do it. We're I, wired. We've always been wired I that think way. There, yes. I think there are plenty of quote unquote ex, exploration humans or, or ex, oh, what we call those explorers. What explorers. Are we? <laughs> yeah. yeah no, exploration humans are pretty. <laughs> I like that terminology. Actually, that's pretty sick. I think Dora, the exploration human. Yeah, I think (laughs) (laughs) I think there's something written in our DNA that wants to go dig for that fossil that wants to go uncover that rock. And and man, I can't wait for someone braver to me than braver than me to go do it. Yeah. Like, why do we dig in the earth for bones that are millions of years old? There's no point. I mean, uh, uh, for, for truth. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> we want to know what happened before us. What were these giant things walking around? It's like I, we're hard, hardwired to understand what the truth is. Yeah, I guess. Uh, we, I mean, this is gonna get, but like we we already uh, are going back and forth on like the truth and, and different things like that because there was super true that you know the Earth was the center of the universe until it wasn't. And then it was super true that the earth was round until it wasn't. And then it was super true that... Wait, you know, wait, wait, I'm going to hold you up. Uh, what was that last one? <laughs> you got me. <laughs> but, but what I'm saying is like, it's just, I don't know. Like it, but that's why you can't stop. I know. That's why I we're know. never done. I, I Because we could, something could come out and we could be on a, on a square. It's just like, <laughs> if some person thinks that there's like, oh, this is true, then the other half, and I'm just talking like, United States, but like then United States would be like, like split in half, no matter what, because that's just, that's what we do is it's, if one group of people think like if conservatives think let's go exploring, then liberals won't. And then and vice versa. And it's just like to just point until not just 
you know, United States, but until like the world has to overcome something of just like, oh, we are humans all together have to overcome X, be it depletion of resources or whatever. That's going to be the thing where it's like, okay, can we overcome this to then go out to the stars and find our truth and different things like that. But it's just like, what I'm saying is if you find aliens out there, and it's like, let's say you discover the truth about aliens, whatever that means, or you, you discover the aliens and they, they have all the answers to the universe, then it's like, what does that do to us as a, as a species, right? Like, I think at this point in time, it just destroys. It's like, oh, it, nothing matters. Like, we're, we're just, we're nothing. I just don't I think, know, we, oh, I think it's exactly opposite. I think it's the exact opposite. I just don't think, but what I'm saying is if you can, if an alien can come down and say, hey guys, here's all of the secrets of the universe, and we can understand them, then it would, like, then they're really no better than us. If we can comprehend that, oh, that you're so much better, blah, 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 that would be the, like, the same thing of if we went to an ape and said, hey, here's nuclear physics. They wouldn't understand, right? No. So that would be the same thing where I, I would contend that if we have an alien and it comes down and it, it t- tells us all these amazing things, then it's like, Oh, so you're like a low-ranking alien, right? Like you're you're actually not that smart. If we can comprehend what you're talking about, then like, I don't know. It just doesn't mean it doesn't mean much to me. It wouldn't be like they're the truth, right? Because then it would stand to reason that you would have someone even like further give me that Type Seven civilization, that that god, if you will. I don't know what you're saying. I honestly I, have no. I, I'm kind of losing you. Well, for me, I think it's. It, it, Yes, that gap of intelligence is going to be drastic, obvious. I'm more concerned even more so about language. How do you even communicate? How, How do we even get on the same page in terms of how can somebody above us bring us and boost humanity to be able to to survive in that way? I, I, I don't know how that's possible. We talk about, you know dolphins and how you know they speak and 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 can hypothetically learn better than apes in in some regards but we still cannot communicate successfully to the point where like hey don't swim that way because you're about to get eaten or something like that i think that for aliens to come and to earth and help us we they i god i hope they have some answer for the language barrier or the communication barrier or something because i don't think we're going to be able to comprehend it either we're, we're just going to be like uh what do you want us to do like do we go stand on this teleportation pad and it <laughs> takes us to the promised land you know what i mean like how do we even begin that i i don't know but it's still nonetheless exciting to me i hope and pray oh it's ex- I don't, don't get me wrong it's exciting i just think that if we can comprehend an alien it's the wrong alien <laughs> that's my thesis. I why? Because I, 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 that's not what we're looking for. Like aside from, oh, there's other life in the universe. Cool, that's a stepping stone. What I'm saying is I think humans need to advance themselves to some extent. We, we are. Yeah, no, right. I, I get that. I just. But th- that's like, that's the whole point. Like we, advancement is everything we do. Yeah. At, at the behest of a lot of things. Like we create a lot of bad because of that advancement, but that's like our MO yeah. is to constantly improve. So I don't think that ever stops. No, I, I, not until we get wiped out. Right. Or, 
become we a type learn one civilization. everything that's, that's in it. the universe. Would you guys teleport? Would you? Yeah. If, if it's not you, if I'm single, but if it's not you, what do you mean teleport? So like teleporting, you you destroy yourself into atoms and then redo the oh, atoms yeah, exactly how it is. As long as I'm like, single, yeah, I do it. So okay, so you're like essentially cloning yourself. Yeah, I do it. Ah, yeah. whoa, I don't know. I don't think I do it. I, uh, that's what I mean. Right? Would you? That's yeah. nuts. I would. Sign that's up awesome for that. though. That for you. Yeah, that's I, as long as I no dependence, you know, single, el- more old. As long as my friends are cool with, it, like, hey man, like, I could be throw a going away one. party kind of thing. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> everyone's cool with it. Yeah. I'd well, even if it's teleporting you might be around back the world, in like five minutes though. You <laughs> no, might no, no, no. Like, be, even if it's teleporting around the world. So you're talking to aliens, and I, I uh, agree with you. It's like, yeah, let's see what's up, right? Yeah. I'm talking like Tesla comes out, and they're like, hey, we we came up Hell with teleporting. No, I wouldn't tele- do that. Okay. Do you just not like Tesla? No, but I can get to somewhere on Earth. Yeah, okay. Well, that's what yeah. I'm saying. Is like, would you would you go the teleportation? Well, all right, let's talk it's... about Mars. You can now visit Mars again. Teleport. I'm, I'm single. I'm say 55, 60. Okay, retired maybe. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I'm taking that teleporter to Mars, and you can I, come back. And I don't. I. But there's a one percent chance you blow up. <laughs> I would probably even, I would even, if say there's like a 15% chance, I'd still do it. Wow, that's interesting. Again, Mm. no dependence, no significant other. If it's 1%, does your age go down? Like, would you do it like 40? No, no. I think in my head, like I have things that I want to accomplish here on Earth. And hypothetically, by the time I'm retired, a lot of those projects and, and goals of mine should be reached. And if not, within arm's length. And if somebody tells me, "Hey, you wanna, you wanna go teleport to Mars?" <laughs> you got, you know, ninety eight percent chance of making it. But yeah, yeah, hell yeah. All right. But the the act of teleportation is destroys you, you. destroys you, rebuilds and then you. rebuilds you in a different location. Meaning that the, the person that goes into the teleporter is not the same person that comes out of the other side of the teleporter, and vice versa. You come back; it's not like you're. What, what's different about you? Theoretically, nothing. But the fact is, you are vaporized. Yeah, is that how teleporting works? Whatever, and then, well, I'm sure not in science fiction. I'm just saying, like that would be how it. Would. I'd be fine with it. I got a fake arm already, fake teeth. You know, you have oh, a fake arm. Go Cu- uh, like my arms all like got bolts in it. And, oh my like, god, metal plating and. What did you do? Were you in Fight Club or something? No, in fourth grade, I <laughs> I went down this huge hill on my skateboard, and my arm like got obliterated into a million pieces. Oh my god! I thought you were talking like, oh, I'm just gonna be like the cyberpunk guy by then. But you're talking, you actually have a. Oh, you are yeah. the cyberpunk fourth guy. grade. Like my arm looked like a you know chicken wing that someone snapped in half, and I didn't know what was going on. And like one of the neighbors was like, "Sonny, are you okay?" And I was like, "Yeah, I'm good." He was like, "Look at your arm." I was like, "Ah." And he put it in like a styrofoam like cast, and I went to the hospital. And they're like, "Yeah, you can't even like ride the school bus." So I got like out of school for like three months because it was so bad. Wow. Why can't you ride huh. the school bus? Because the bumps would hypothetically like mess up your arm, reset, like mess oh. up the bolts and the plates that they put in it. <laughs> Dude, that's crazy. I'm never skateboarding now. I tried it once. I had like a Power Ranger skateboard when I was a little kid. I was oh. very bad at it. I had so many skateboards. I loved it. Yeah. I stood on a skateboard and fell backwards and like it did like it was like a banana peel <laughs> yeah, situation. Yeah, yeah. Cracked my head on a driveway and I was like, well, I'm never doing this again. <laughs> Sounds about right. That's yeah. it. So none of that was what we were going to talk about, but <laughs> what do we got on the docket today? Um, I'm still trying this. to think about aliens. Um, 
I mean, we are gonna we're gonna talk about. I mean, the elephant in the room is uh, my cousin is in fact alive and well. Yeah, oh, did you check in on that? Man, what do you say? He is that Justin? Laughed. Yeah. 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 All right. Shout out to Justin, man. Good guy. He. Uh, so we are gonna have him on the podcast. Which, if if you're into the aliens thing, like he's gonna come talk about Egypt and all kinds of stuff. So like. Oh, so he's probably a fan of that. Like a I wonder if he's a fan there. of that Netflix show. What's that called? Ancient, not Ancient Aliens. It's uh, uh, I'm a Ancient. fan of Aliens. <laughs> oh, <you're>, oh my <laughs> God. <laughs> Is that with the crazy guy? Oh, no, yeah. that's yeah. A, I'm trying to think of the crazy guy show. It is Ancient Aliens? Yeah, where With he says aliens. aliens. He's, he's, yeah, and he's just like... Oh, uh, no, there's a he's different He's turned into a He's the meme, meme right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I lo- <laughs> that's yeah. funny. Which show are you thinking about? I don't know. I, I'm talking about the one that like looks at all the monuments around the world, and they said there's no possibility that these monuments could be built by the civilizations that claim they're built by. Like, I, I can't remember what the show is, but this person that... Uh, does the documentary has come under like incredible scrutiny for like he's psycho and crazy and like all that stuff but the way that he speaks well whenever like, we find out when it. he's coming on when we pick a day <laughs> that'd be a fun foursome yeah oh. i'm i'm interested in learning about all that because i i have like no conspiracy theory experience are people offended when you say that like conspiracy theory theory i don't think so not good with theories. I don't get into any of that, dude. I don't get it. I, I'm there are conspiracy theories that I definitely believe in. Like I, I think there is a world Bigfoot? power. No, I think that there there is dude. I was like reading about there's like three companies that own so eighty percent of the S P five hundred, the top shareholder in terms of stock or in terms of equity, I guess. Not equity, but like uh, shares, number of shares. Mm-hmm. It's owned by three companies. Yeah, that's like, crazy. Just, I'm not like I. I absolutely believe that you have like the wealthy and influential that are pulling. They're like worth trillions of dollars. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's like Vanguard, Blackstone, or something. Does that sound right? I would be surprised yeah. if Blackstone was on there. But and then there was a third one. I forget. They're what like the third one is investments mm-hmm. in Philadelphia. Yeah. So it's ten. Yeah. <laughs> so is Vanguard, but they own. 80% of the S&P 500, they own the top amount of shares. I know somebody that worked for Blackstone. And it was one of the worst experiences of their lives. Yeah, they're they're the bad guys. Well, guess we're not getting sponsored. By- <laughs> Sorry, Blackstone. Mm. Anyway, I love Blackstone. I, I, I'm very excited <laughs> to hear what he has to say. But that's yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Ancient aliens. I don't um, even know. To be fair, I don't even know <laughs> if it's the alien side of things, but yeah, I wonder what he's going to come. Well, I, it's I, aliens. I thought it was aliens. I'm sure. It's or it could be anything. Tangentially aliens. JFK, is he like into that stuff too? I, I, I don't know. There's a bunch with that. Like he's government, a, government he's conspiracies and stuff. Like, knowledge. Yeah, I don't, I don't like, know. Like uh, false flag stuff. I don't know. Buddy. Dude, I don't know. I don't know anything. I think we, yeah, we don't know. Just as, as a people, we don't know half the stuff that goes on that's what i'm saying dude that's why we search for the truth yeah 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 you like that but like uh oh here we go no yeah yeah i heard that sometimes i heard the neurons (laughs) you know the whole no the ignorance is bliss argument 100 percent is is a strong argument of like yeah we we hunt for the truth and we we claw and scrape and get all this stuff and then it's like what is the best thing that we could come up with like what like what's the what's the oh finally we hit it like there's always going to be another truth there's always going to be something else and it's just like at what point can you just be content 
Never. N- yeah. No, you never. That's a that's a that's a problem. Right? I, that's, why is that a problem? <laughs> I think that's I beautiful. That's that's I why guess. life's awesome. I guess. But then, okay, like you go to uh, heaven. Yeah. Now what? Well, that is where I play will with get, my dogs. That is where I, I will get in a long pissed off. If I if there is yeah. an afterlife and I don't have answers, then we have a problem. <laughs> I imagine you get to heaven. Well, actually, I imagine it like this: first, you're in a courtroom. Okay. Oh. And then they're going over every bad thing you ever did. God's saying like, holy shit, John, yeah, you are bad. fucked up, man. <laughs> and the devil's like the prosecutor. He's yeah. like, look at this guy, man. This guy's a weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> and Jesus is like, oh, man, <laughs> you're not helping me, bro. Anyways, so let's say you win the case and you get in. And then I think like you, you get a, just a big book, big pile of papers, and it's all your stats from life. And you're just like looking through them for like the first like – Eternity. <laughs> the you're first eternity. Through, yeah, yeah. Like how many liters of water did I drink in my life? It's just bullshit like that. You're just yeah. going through all your stats. That would be cool, man. I'd like to know, like, here's how many people you knew. And it's like, how many people you knew? Yeah. And like, here's, here's the person that liked you the most. And it's like, here's, here was your soulmate. You never met them. They were in Singapore. Here's my problem with heaven. Korea. I, like Korea. No, no. I'm saying it, it, Korea would be a, that's where your soulmate is. Mine? Yeah, you'd have to go there. Faker is my soulmate. True. <laughs> That's facts. Here's my problem with heaven. Oh. I have no desire to see any of my relatives because I don't want them being like, bro, why do you <laughs> masturbate so much? <laughs> That's and a lot to unpack. <laughs> I have no, I like, you know what I mean? So my my grandmother, my nana, rest in peace. She just died a month ago. That's the first thing they'd say. They wouldn't be and happy I'm to like, see you. I don't want. <laughs> like I Christ. okay. So if heaven is like you can't look down on, you know, the people on earth that are still alive. You can't look down on your loved ones. Cool. I'm all for it. Yeah. But if you can, and like my relatives, like, hey, we'll check on on Jeffrey. What's what's he up to? And I'm just like, you know, fucking my partner or something like that. And, oh, like, you know what I mean? Like, Maybe I it's don't. blurred out. It's no, just, you're just in a constant don't. state of blurred. <laughs> as long as they cannot look down. I think they've ascended past caring about that, though. Like, no, they have infinite really? knowledge. Have 100% yeah. they have infinite knowledge. Think you're about not this check way. So, you're so, not going to check in, check in well, on no, your so family? I've, I've thought about that you a check lot. In, right? it'd be, okay, go because I'm in, I'm in the same boat of yeah. like, oh, man, this is I don't I don't want spied upon right i don't care but yeah like i was even th- just well we don't get it in the nitty no, gritty no, but it's just yeah, like yeah, yeah like yeah, i don't yeah. want spied upon right i think one of the saving graces there is like eternity is a long time right we live 80 years in a good in a good year yeah, yeah, yeah. so like they don't have the time to like like we we're gone our grandkid great 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 great, great, great like in less than a second on their time. So I choose to believe that it's like whenever they pass away, we're like three people behind them in, in the line of the pearly gates. Right. You know what I mean? So like, that's how I'm, my mind kind of wrapped around it where it's like, when you think eternity, it's like anything here is so inconsequential. It like, it does not matter. So it's like, no perfection's already set and done. Everyone's there. So like, Anyone you want to see or anyone that's like there is just there. Like apocalypse happen, rapture happen. Like it's just like uh, done. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah. just like we've already played out our piece. Like whenever you, you are like pass away, 
you have everybody. I don't know. That's how I your party's it. full. Yeah, like it's it's done. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's also perfect. So if you don't want to see people, maybe they don't. Really. I there's yeah. I don't want to see though. I, I mean, relatives cool, but so you're. Mm, see, now I'm really struggling. with I'd it. see all my pets first. I go. I'd be like, "Yo, point me to the to the pet heaven, the pet cemetery." Yeah. Oh man, that'd be awesome. They'd be all playing with each other, running around. I'd be like, "Hey guys," I'd be like, "Holy shit, this yeah, guy! Man. It's you! It's you!" <laughs> Meanwhile, my parents just kept saying, like, you know, animals don't actually Your parents are wrong, dude. (laughs) Oh, they really drove that into you? Well, that's the only reason I was allowed to see all dogs go to heaven. Wait, what? Yeah. My mom was like, we'll let you see this, but you have to understand that, like, no. But they're so so cute, though. They're very adorable. They're, They're super cute. How can something be so happy and innocent and pure and not have a soul? I don't tell you, man. Like... If you were to tell me a salamander doesn't have a soul, I'd be more inclined to hear you out. Wow. Salamanders aren't That's very cuddly. Judgy. That is kind of Okay, let me do you one better. A gnat. Yeah, also judgy. Okay, but like it's an it's a bug. <laughs> what about reincarnation? No. No. I would you get one I shot. I believe in reincarnation more really? than heaven. Mm. Really? Yeah. So you think you're on a multiple life here? Yeah, I think it's uh yeah. But you're not going to remember any of this. Exactly. And I don't remember what happened before this. So, like, my thing is, like, if I didn't remember anything that happened before, wouldn't you lose all concept of time? Because you're, you're, we're acknowledging our consciousness right now. And it's like, okay, yes. we're here. Like, this is happening. But mm-hmm. eventually this is going to end. And if you get reborn somewhere else, you're not going to remember any of this. Right. So, is it like this ever happened? Wouldn't no. you just be like, you know what I mean? I feel like you lose all concept of time. This is a very big brain theory, but it's like, I don't know if it's, it's less about concept sense. of time and more about just not, not, nothing matters. <laughs> like, like you'll have no memory. Like if you have no memory, you can't conceptualize time because yeah. you have no frame of reference. It would be more of the fact of like in reincarnation, I don't know, obviously I'm not super in the weeds with it, but I assume that it's like based off of how well you do in this lifetime that gives you then the next lifetime either that, that's if you that's you're the really bad basic concept now you're yeah. a gnat congratulations whoa kinda, that's judgy i'm just saying <laughs> why pick why gnat or a fly or whatever like a 25 hour what about those bugs do you see those red bugs that are like really bad like they have nothing yeah. good about them what if what if cockroaches are the final stage of reincarnation they are. So you have to like work your way up. Yeah. Cockroaches yeah. are so OP, dude. They live through everything. Are humans the final stage or is that cows? Am I, making, cow, am I cows mixing religions? In Hindi? I might be mi- mixing religions up. I, th- I thought cows were sacred. I, I thought so too, but I don't know if that's I don't know either. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What are we talking about? Let's <laughs> go. Um, <laughs> we're talking about heaven or something. <laughs> yeah. Do you think it's like fluffy white clouds? Uh, what if we just got it right? What if it's just clouds and shit? We have like wings. I just I think of an op- I think of an open field. I just think of an open field, and you can just run no. as, as far as you want. <laughs> There's no way it's fluffy clouds. Absolutely, I no know way. it's not. But like, what if? Dude, I think it's way scarier. I think it's like fucked up. I think it's like Cthulhu bullshit. Heaven? What? Yeah, I think it's like heaven's good. It, well, the Bible right describes an angel as pretty horrific like it's not this glamorous you know skinly clad large-breasted woman 
it's like a multi-faced like really fucked up figure yeah yeah. it's it's not what we depicted is in like cartoons and stuff like that if i'm being honest i think we can't even like we can't even yeah even fathom what it is because once we die, we lose our, all of our senses, so we have no idea how to begin to yeah, describe. Yeah, but then if we're exactly also built in God's image, then there has to be some sort of correlation there. Fluffy clouds. I'm back on the fluffy cloud train. It's <laughs> got to be. You know what? I it's think I'm going. Be, I think I'm going Matrix right now. Like I think I'm ma- going Matrix. It's like I think I'm going like, simulation. Like put, your, put yourself in a simulation and just. You've just decided that's. The, that's I think the right now, like, like, I'm, I think I just. <laughs> I think I just traded off from reincarnation to Matrix. Yeah. Let me ask you this then. We're, like talk, we're talking right here, and then boom, you just wake up. Someone just pulled you out. And you know, like, I, Jeff, we need your help, man. You know why I like Matrix? Because it gives me a, a, a reason. Hypothetically, if I'm in, in a, an illusion right now, somebody's benefiting off of me being in that illusion, which means my existence has purpose. Wow, that's selfless and, and kind of fucked and you're up. Good with like you want to I'm stay in the that. matrix. Yeah, I'm good. Oh with yeah, that. see, two against one now. I'm good. With you that. guys can stay. I'm <laughs> I'm joining the resistance, dude. Dude, benefit. You want my energy? Good. Go nuts. Just make my life like just give me a house. <laughs> yeah, but they're not giving you a house. No, they're flooding it. So that's why I have a problem. <laughs> like, that's when I'm waking. That's when I'm waking up and I'm gonna take on the robots. Yeah, that's exactly. <laughs> like, like life sucks. Yeah. So you should you should fight well, the robots. They actually talk about that in the Matrix, saying that the sucky part of life is why we accept the program because oh, yeah. we're hardwired to right. That that's what makes it real is the misery. Man, the Matrix way ahead of its time. Yeah. Good movie. New Matrix. Well, the first one way behind its time. <laughs> yeah. Yikes. That would, that should have been like a one and done. Matrix. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I, it could have been maybe a two and done. Even three gets there. Three was bad. Three. Was, I w- rewatched three not too long bad ago. Bad until you watch four. I haven't even watched. I was well. happy with the trilogy. I really yeah. was. Really? I it was yeah. Really? Okay. Yeah. Are the, were they all spectacular? No. Are, no. But I liked where it was going. I liked where it went. I'm glad they existed. I thought one was amazing. Two was per- decent, and then three. Okay. I. I. It did get there. But it was chugging. It was like it was up its own ass. Like it was like okay. Like <laughs> it I, got kind of weird. Yeah, dude. I don't know. One of the strangest parts for the Matrix for me was the fashion element of it and how that translated <laughs> real life. I don't know if you, John, you were probably too young, but I remember people like going to the mall in like the dark trench coat, yep. like the pale makeup, and and like that movie really translated to real life people connected with that movie way more than i ever expected that good was, good and bad sold a lot of yeah. phones they had yeah. a lot of flip phones <laughs> <laughs> like that razor phones but then people were like straight up killing themselves yeah. because they're like oh, i could dodge this bullet i like they believed so much in that that it was like was this true. like a serious thing kids died yeah. yeah holy shit kids are so stupid well yeah like when I was a kid, I was just trying to like turn super stand, so I was just screaming, yeah, just waiting. Like that was my thing. Yeah, I dug yeah, holes. Like, Dude, yeah, you did tell us I, about I, that. Dude, you loved the holes. Dug holes. Do you like the movie Holes? No, the terrible. Book? No, you don't like the book? They don't. They, they, they dug holes. They missed so that the was punishment. They missed the the meaning, <laughs> the pleasure behind of the it. hole. They 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 had the hole as the punishment, but it's actually yes, pleasure. It makes no sense. It makes absolutely no sense. 
<laughs> I love this. Did you ever read uh, Ender's Game? No, I've yeah. not. I just, which one's that? I think my brother was into that. I just got it. That's I don't know. a maze I, one, right? Uh, n- I, I don't it's know. The, it's oh. the... Um, you, have you started it? No, it just came today. I got oh, okay. it. I got it signed by the author. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it's like a little limited. How's your other thing. book? Let's go back to Tyler's book club. How's your other book going? You continue Born on with that. Is good. Miss Born's good. Yeah. Did you hear about that? Well, so he, he mentioned Sanderson, and yeah. Yeah. this is the fantasy author of our time right now. So mm. it's like you're into it. Um, I think I only read. Did he do? Red Rising trilogy. No, that's coming Sunday. <laughs> Red Rising is phenomenal. Yeah. I've read all four books. There's only three. It's a trilogy. There's three Red Ri- There's Red Rising, Morning Stars, the third one. I can't remember what Golden Sun, I think, is this is the second one. Um, fan freaking task. There's like seven total. Yeah. It's like a trilogy and then another four or something. That's yeah, the research department's favorite book. You, Red Rising is? Yes. It oh, is great. Okay. I have the first one and I was supposed to finish it a long time ago. And if I'm you're talking about aliens and all this still stuff, like it. it's pretty, it's pretty is it cool. Too, it's not, because the, the, the way it was pitched to me was it was Hunger Games on Mars and I don't love that. I would not read too much into that okay, explanation. Good. All right. Because f- I just want some science fiction that's not Star Wars because I've been Star Wars now. This is, this really connected to me at the steel mill level, which I don't, I, I'm not <laughs> sure. going to say anything else. All right. Um, but this, this was a book I used to go to Permanis in, in the one close to me, and I used to sit at the bar alone reading r- the Red Rising trilogy. And I am. It was really good. Nice. I hate reading, <laughs> unless if it's Doctor Seuss. Love reading. There's dude, the reading. And I don't understand it because when I read, I get so sucked into it and I love it so much and I just don't do it enough. Like I'll sit and I'll watch TV instead or else I'll play a video game or whatever. And I'm just like, yeah, it's like, like, what are you doing? Like once it, you get started, you're good. It's amazing. But and I'll sit it's there hard for to hours. get started. Yeah. yeah. I have that problem with video games. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I'm like, dude, I could just like, I waste so much time on YouTube. Yep. When it's like, dude, I could be knocking out a game. I'm supposed I'll to be play. looking it's at my like, library. But if I just picked one and played it, yeah, I would and then enjoy I have it. fun. Yeah, like I'm in it. I guess it's like I don't know. Maybe I'm like worried about the time commitment or something. Isn't that like it yeah, makes no as sense? You're, as you're literally, I know it makes no time. sense. But it's like I don't know. I won't watch movies weird. because of that time commitment. But then I'll sit and watch three, four episodes of a TV show that's like an yeah. hour long a piece. Yeah, but it's like well, but I could stop after one episode of an hour. So it's like you right. only commit to an hour in your head. But then you sit there for six. Yeah. <laughs> like it's it's insane. so weird. Yeah. I don't know. I do that with the anime. I just watch a lot of it. <laughs> <laughs> it's bad. <laughs> uh all right. Well we're an hour in. Do you want to say your piece about any League of Legends stuff? You, you Hundred Thieves is shit, dude. Blow up the roster. I hope Doublelift doesn't retire. Dude, he needs to retire. He was good this year. His team was an anchor, like a hundred percent, a hundred percent. Any any tee up, any background we want to give to the? Not me, obviously, because I know a hundred percent of yes. what's going right. on. But Doublelift wanna... is my favorite player of all time. He's an eighty carry. He's been in the scene pretty much since the inception of it for like over a decade now, and uh, he retired in twenty twenty, and then he like. You know, he always streamed. Like his stream is really popular. Like he's probably one of the most popular, if not the most popular player, at least in North America. Yeah. So 
he just like went to streaming at that point or whatever. And I was like really sad about that because like he got me into the game and like that's why I started playing AD Carry. Anyways, he came back with Bjergsen. So I was like, this is like a dream come true. Yeah. These guys are reunited. And then we talked about Bjergsen retiring mid season. Right. And then now he just got knocked out. Like they did really bad this year. They were in eighth place. They barely made the playoffs because eight out of ten teams make the playoffs for some reason, and then they lost in the first round, obviously, because they just suck. And that was last night? That was last night. was not <laughs> his fault, though, dude. He did really well this year. Okay. His team was terrible, dude. They imported a Korean mid laner, this rookie, Quid, who <laughs> everyone imported. was saying... Just sounds wrong, right? <laughs> yeah, they imported this and... What? No, you're, you know something isn't right there. Yeah. yeah it's, well, it's because Bjergsen retired all of a sudden, so they had to find someone. Mm-hmm. And they were like, well, we got to find someone good. So they took a shot on this Korean uh, rookie, and everyone was saying how good he was, and he was just so horrible. Yeah. And I was waiting and waiting. I was like, he's going to pop off. He's going to pop off. Never happened. This dude is just like so bad. Their jungler was actually the worst player in the league by far. He had one first blood participation the entire split that means for those that don't know tyler knows but that means the jungler like first blood participation is an important stat for jungler because they're affecting the map they're not constricted to a certain lane Mm -hmm. so they're the ones that actually enable or or make plays around the map because they're they have the freedom to do so especially early game the fact that he was not involved in a single one until the (laughs) last week I didn't even think it was possible. I didn't even think it was possible. It, it, it was the worst performance I've ever seen for a season from a jungler I, ever, ever. It was so bad. So what happens to him then? He gets just knocked off the team? Or you're saying the I, entire team just needs obliterated? I, I, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. Uh, All right, Jeff, go ahead. Sorry. I was, you're fine. I, I, think, I think League is in a tough spot. It's in yep. a tough spot, and especially with the change to um, Thursday, Friday, I didn't watch much this this season. I can't imagine the numbers went up. Um, double lift for me just needs to he, he needs to enjoy his life with his hot girlfriend. You know, just I, I don't think his heart's in it. I, I really don't. Yes, he, he has these goals that he's never hit. He wants to hit them, but. I think that time has, you know, come and gone. He's he's already got his North American titles, whatever. He's not winning worlds, dude. <laughs> he's not winning happen. world. I I just want to see him get out of groups once, dude. It's not happening. I just want to see this guy get out of groups. Groups is mm-hmm. the world tournament. At the end of the year, every region plays each other. Yeah. There's a group stage. Yeah. Getting out of it's hard to do. Obviously. Yeah. And he's never done it, but he's the most successful player in North America by far. He's got like seven or eight titles. Um, I just want to see him get out of the groups. If he gets on the right team, I just yeah, well, want so just give me one more year. Just give me one more year. If is he ham, hamstrung because he's in he's an American, like he's in America, like in yeah, North like America, North America so like, will never win worlds. We're right, just not good so enough. But we've he, gotten out of groups. He needs to be imported into somewhere else. <laughs> yeah, yes, <laughs> true. Exported true. Hit somewhere else. <laughs> yeah, he needs to go to like T one SKT. You know what? It's just a different. It's a different mentality. It's a different structure. North America doesn't have that type of structure, and 
We're too busy looking for the truth. Well, no, and the trouble is, is that North America actually runs a pretty tight ship. These players are playing a shit ton of games during the week. They actually probably take better care of their physical health, of their mental health than a lot of the other regions. But we're just missing some type of mathematical discipline when it comes to team fighting fighting when it comes to objectives like these teams and regions are always ahead of us on every step uh and this goes back you know 10 years it's 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 been forever and and you would think that we would be able to come up with some type of system to overcome that but we just haven't and it's i actually have a theory on this i think related to starcraft i think it comes down to in it North America, A, there's an interest in a wide variety of games. So you have the top gamers that aren't all going into League of Legends, like somewhere like Korea, because that's like the, by and far the most popular only game. Like you have StarCraft and stuff, but like League is like what Korea is known for. But here it's like, oh, you're really good. Could be CSGO, could be Valorant. How many fighting, you know, we're really good at fighting games too. Like in North America, there's a lot of... So you imagine you take from the pool of people who commit themselves to gaming and you're separating them out into all these different games. So you're losing, you're losing talent there. Also, I think there's just an interest in other things in America. Like Korea, you go to Korea, they have like internet bars where you can go and leagues on there and you can just play a league at a, at a cafe. In America, it's like, no, we, we're into sports. We're into all these other things. I'm not saying that's all Korea's into, but I, I think there's much more of a focus. Like gaming's taken very seriously there. Whereas in what's the uh like what's the the youth uh aspect of League? Because I was talking and obviously my nephew's not like the end all be all, but like when he's talking about video games, because I was like, Oh, we were in Barnes and Noble and I pointed to a, like a League of, that League of Legends book, the Ruination or whatever. I was like, Oh, hey, this this is cool. Uh, and he was like, yeah, League, isn't that an old game? And I was like, <laughs> yeah, you're, you're not wrong, yeah. but is that also part of it? Where you're not getting any of like the, the young, newer, like people that are like, you know, he can run circles around anyone in like Fortnite. They were talking about tournaments already and, and all that other stuff. And it's like, are you missing out on that too, where you're not getting like the influx of like new talent or new like desire to learn all this stuff because like is it too bloated is it too far gone is it too old is it too whatever where you like you have your fan base and you have what you have and obviously you'll get some but you're not getting it to like Fortnite levels to my knowledge i don't know but like is that part of it does that play a thing where you go to korea everybody's playing it and you have all the new generation playing it where do we have a new generation am i just i have no idea i'm asking you guys but like do we have a new generation of league players in North America? No, I, we definitely don't. Um, and that's a great point too. Like leagues just not, it's a super high skill curve. Mm -hmm. It's hard to get into like the client's super outdated, right? There's all these technical factors, like the, the um, tutorial is awful. So it's, it's, it's incredibly hard to get into the game. So yeah, that definitely factors into it. Of course. It would just think that like kids have the time to go on YouTube, to read things, to watch things, to play things, to do trial runs, to beat your head against something. Yeah. Or is it the thing of, yeah, they have the time to do it, but if there isn't that instant gratification, which 
to my, I mean, in my experience, League does not give you anything. <laughs> so, right. like, where Fortnite still does, right? Like, Fortnite does it, other games do it, where they give you, like, yeah, you might suck at something, but you're progressing somewhere. Where League, you'll just get beat down 50 games in a row before you. They could that save League, moment. though, because I think it comes down to, like, I think a lot of the cool streamers don't play League. They play Fortnite CFDs. or GTA, yeah. right? But, like, someone like Mr. Beast is, like, he loves League. So, like, if Riot incorporated people like that, like, could you imagine if Mr. Beast was, like, involved with Professional League or whatever, how many mm-hmm. people that would draw in? Yeah. Young people? I don't know. I think, to your Mr. Beast comment, I th- I don't think there's any saving North American League. I think it's... I think that our state will never evolve from what it is now. I think gaming in general in North America is seen as an entertainment medium. It is not seen as something to be taken serious. It is not seen as seen as something that you should be doing past a certain age. I think that stigma has definitely, you know, uh, still taken place. Uh, my cousins, I, I have um, six cousins who are all significantly. Uh, younger than I and I am the only one still gaming and it kills me. I'm like I have this, I have this one cousin. He just got into high school and I'm like, oh, what you, you know, what are you playing? You know, I'm like all hyped, hyped to ask him like what video games he's playing. He's like, are you kidding me, dude? I, I just joined the vo- the football team and I don't play that anymore. I'm like, oh, yeah, me either. Like, I don't, I don't <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but it, I, I just think that North America has a very different mentality about video games and, and what their purpose is. They are not meant to be something to take seriously. They are not meant to be a focal point. You don't do them past a certain point. And you're kind of shamed about it a little bit. I am. I mean, I'm not. I, I don't shame easily, but I, you know, when. My neighbors, oh Jeff, you know what are you what are you doing for work? I'm like, oh yeah, you know, I just uh, you know I just stream some you know entertainment content, you know. And they're like, oh like what? I'm like, oh you know like uh, like a video games. I'm like, oh you're still playing video games? I'm like yeah. I'm like how old are you? I'm like oh you know turning 35. So there there is kind of that North American um, stigma. I was like, okay, I'm not a doctor. I'm not in. I'm not working for a large company. I'm not you know a salesman or you know this or that or these positions that we strive to get into after college where i think in korea and you know china some of these areas that might be a little bit more focused on academia i think certain games like league of legends valorant connect more with the academia aspect of it of like driving home the numbers driving home stats driving home like this focus this laser focus on there's a formula to it you follow the formula you win and i don't think that is the same formula that north america has yeah i think that's fair for sure and yeah and then you look at like america or like japan and there's much more like creative story driven kind of gaming right because mm-hmm. that that seems to like be more where, where those things you know you know what I mean does that make sense like we're more from the creation aspect of it I would say like most games are made by I would US right uh, is that an accurate statement well I mean there's US type games and there are Japanese type games Korean type you know, like I mean 
For sure, but sure, I'm just I saying guess. like quantity. The Western market we, is the biggest market in gaming. Yeah. However, in terms of production, it's mainly North America, Japan, and like a few sprinkling of like Europe, Europe, and yeah. So yeah, you're you're not. Yeah, that's so. I I don't know. Well, I guess my thing was like just because we don't get them here doesn't mean they're not being created. It's just we don't see them translated, imported, whatever. Okay, like, that's fair. that aspect. To yeah, it. yeah. So like, sure. You, yeah, you get like all these JRPGs that come over, but at the same time, like how many more are getting created that we just never right. see because they're right. never you know translated over. Well, that's how like Final Fantasy started, right? Like there were there were ones we never got until years later. Or it was numbered incorrectly, and yeah, know, yeah, the whole in, structure of it here, right, yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. So, anyway, anyway, speaking about Final Fantasy, love the segue. Um, Final Fantasy, we're on number sixteen. Yeah, a legendary series. So very exciting when a when a main number comes out, mm-hmm. um, and we all played it. And we all have thoughts about it, so we're gonna we're gonna talk about that and give a score, I guess. Uh, I think so. My question, to you guys, because I'm gonna I'm gonna see exactly what chapter I'm on. Okay. Uh, so I started this on Saturday. Really? I think I think it's been one week. It's been one week. Is it, there's either 44 or 48 chapters. There's 68 chapters. There's definitely not 68. Chapters. Yeah. So what so what happens is you have like the main chapter. And then you have like three sub chapters in the main chapter. Oh, okay, okay. So that's how why, many main chapters are there? Uh, well, I don't know. Something? It's, there, there are total. So, like when you're talking like main missions where it says quest complete, mm-hmm. there's 68 of those because mm-hmm. it does give you a quest complete for each of those. So, I'm splitting hairs. I'm just going by the sure. the things here. So I am uh, on 63 of 68. Okay. So oh, like, I, I, I'm pretty close. Um, I'm going after the last dude before the last dude. <laughs> right. Okay. Which I, so, I'm assuming I didn't. So no end game. Spoilers. So maybe not like the end end unless it's like a good argument, in which case like, sure. Tell me. I think I have a pretty strong idea of where this is going unless there's like some crazy twist at the end that you don't see coming. But yeah, I don't we think we need to, to talk, talk about it that yeah. much about the end. I no. think it's uh, we don't need to spoil that at all. It's a good ending, um, and we'll, I think we can just leave it at that. But yeah. there's yeah. plenty to talk about this game. Yeah, it's how huge. do we want to break it up? I know, Jeff, you have <laughs> notes. I have um, some notes. Yeah. Do you have it split on specific? So I go setting, story, gameplay, art, and graphics. All right, what's first? We up? need to add some sound in there. We can do sound because I actually have some thoughts on the music, and I definitely want to get yours, John. But yeah, you you want to lead us off as the as the guest that oh, has baby. way more. Oh man, written down than either of us combined. This is by far the most difficult Final Fantasy for me to talk about, mostly because it is so mysterious. There are so many decisions that they made making this game. Where while I was playing it, I'm asking myself. Why in God's you know green earth would they have made this choice? Why did they do this? Why what what were they thinking? And then there's other times where like, damn, that was cool. Like, mm, yeah, like go, Uncle Byron, you go, man. Like this <laughs> is this is a game that I there's moment there's such high highs, there's very low lows, and there's like these things in between that don't make sense. Um, 
so for me, this game was just like a mixed bag of feelings that, that started off very low and somehow got really high and then kind of came back down and got... Nah, nah, nah. Um, so <laughs> looking at all my notes, I almost don't know where to, to start, but I think maybe starting with um, the setting, which is a very controversial um, topic online. Uh, why don't we start there? I love the setting. Oh my god! Wait, so when you mean setting, I mean like high fantasy. Yeah. Does does like the I was going to say rated R geographic location. Does the rated R nature of this play a factor into the setting? Because I know that that's like. I mean, that's I don't not, know where that would be placed. Is it rated R? <laughs> it is. It's it's rated, rated M. Yeah. Mature. Okay. Which for Final Fantasy, that's unheard of. I thought it the M rating definitely helped it i thought that was uh they were able to include things that um definitely helped provide either shock or value to the story right uh, and its setting i don't think they went far enough with it in my opinion i don't know dude for final fantasy it was crazy like that's that's yeah usually it's like really pg and but is that uh, that's not necessarily setting though? That's more like storyline, right? Like yeah, when, yeah. when I think of setting, I'm thinking like okay, like high fantasy, which yep. I don't. I think I'm getting high fantasied out. Like I actually really like the setting of 15. I liked how it was kind of like modern a little <clears> bit, <throat> you know, like that that mm-hmm. way. And coming off of that, coming off of the Final Fantasy VII remakes, I, I like that aspect of Final Fantasy more than the old school like high fantasy. That being said, I do really enjoy the the geographical things. I was actually shocked at how I think well I followed it in terms of like, okay, this kingdom's here, this here, there's all the geopolitical conflicts and things like that. Very Game of Thrones, which I know like that that was what was kind of like, this is Game of Thrones. <laughs> like this is really Game of Thrones. Right. Um but I dug it and I liked like on a very, very base level, I liked that. I'll I'll back off and let you guys talk about it. But I I'm with Tyler. I really enjoyed the setting. I thought the kingdoms were super cool and unique and interesting, and uh, the areas were were cool. I liked. And then like yeah, the lore that they're talking about. And I definitely want to talk about how they handle that. I guess we'll talk about that different because I thought they handled that super well. But I actually really liked the setting. I mean, it really it fit the story a lot. Like I think it was like. It was like a gritty place. It was like a gritty story. So I thought it matched up really well. And I like, are you tired of high fantasy just because of other things? Because like, this is a return back to like, they haven't done that in a, in a long no, time. Definitely because of other things. And on the face of it, like, I think it's very cookie cutter. So like, I, I, trying to think of the best way of saying it. Like I liked how the pieces came together. I just think that like I'm tired of maybe high fantasy, but I'm also tired of just like everything is so bleak. Mm. Like it's Mm -hmm. so just like, I just got done playing X number of hours in Diablo. Right. I would say Diablo is probably even still maybe a little bleaker uh, (laughs) pound for pound. But like, it was just like, I (laughs) I need something that's a little bit more like, can we have some pockets of levity? Can we have some pockets of like, oh, maybe the war hasn't reached this area yet. Uh, 
but this one is just like everything is very very dark so it's like it <clears throat> it was a balance and we'll get to that in the story i'm sure but i think just how all the different places fit together what the central points and the the motivations of the different places i thought worked setting wise yeah. but jeff i know you don't agree with, with that. i thought the setting was by far the weakest part of this entire game i thought it was abysmal i thought it was Ooh. lacking soul um, I thought it was lacking character. I thought it was lacking direction. I, I didn't find anything appealing really about this setting. Um, <laughs> so I don't want to say like I I really disagree with you guys, but I, playing through this game, I was like, where are my cities? Where are my environments that I really like exploring in Final Fantasy? Um, the same director that did Final Fantasy fourteen did this game, and I almost couldn't believe it. I, I was like, what is going on here? Outside of the town of Lost Wing, which is not a spoiler, it's one of the very first towns you come to, um, I found very little interest in any of the locations. There was no Golden Saucer. There was no Midgar. There was no standout city other than maybe Sam Breck. The Empire was pretty cool. But guess what? Well, I can't say this, but you don't get to interact with it that much. The, mm -hmm. All of these empires just, for me, felt very hollow. I, I didn't even get a sense of scale uh, in this setting. Uh, this is supposed to be massive empires and massive armies fighting each other. And I'm like, okay, cool. Where are all the people? Where Literally, where are the people? I, I, I didn't even, like, where are the NPCs? Where are all the people walking around? Like, it just felt like vast areas of grass to me um, that was unpopulated. And I think about The Witcher 3 and how that is also a very high fantasy setting and how populated and um, charismatic just, you know, the environments were, these little shacks that people lived in and, and you, you believed you were there and I'm like this to your point of cookie cutter I was I was like who made this like what is going on here and and there's this is one of my big mysteries of the game there's so many other good aspects to this game how did they miss the mark so much on this setting at least for me I I'm I was surprised to hear you guys say that you so, liked it but so I think I I actually completely agree with you but I think what you're describing for me is more on like the like graphics gameplay okay. side of things where like, uh, trust me, I'm gonna, <laughs> we're gonna, we're gonna revisit that. I, I was saying like in terms of setting, when I think setting, I'm thinking, okay, like what is the world? I think Midgar is very, very good. Um, but after that, like you have Midgar in Final Fantasy VII, but then like, I don't really remember too, mm. too much outside of that where like with these, I felt like, okay, you have like these very kind of like set kingdoms and, and different things. And it was very Game of Thronesy. Uh, and maybe it was just because they, they really spoon fed like, and this is going to get a little bit more in the story, but like what's her name? Vivian, I guess is the, yeah, yeah the, she's the NPC. There. Yeah. Like between each of like your kind of like major battles, <laughs> she's like, <laughs> come here, don't interrupt. I'm going to show you this map and like really dumb it down and explain like why everyone's moving the way they are and what are the mysteries and stuff. And I thought that was actually like, I thought it was going to be boring, but I was like, this is really locking in the setting for me each time and that's why i, I like the quote-unquote setting i agree with you 100 percent though if you're talking about interacting with it or moving through it or anything like that this i don't think they've ever said this is open 
world. I guess in a way it could be, but like it felt very like very like even the the quote unquote open areas was like you have to follow this path. You no, you can't jump over this lock. You can't like yeah. so it was it felt very claustrophobic for a lot of that stuff. In a lot of the cool areas you're getting to these areas after they're cool <laughs> right. without giving too much away. So it's like I can understand that from a gameplay graphic aspect to it. So maybe I, I think the setting made it. sense, but I, I just don't, for me, it wasn't, it wasn't it. It's not what I wanted from a final fantasy game. It, it, it lacked that. And I'm going to say this many times as we go through this, but it lacked like that final fantasy texture for me. I wasn't seeing the different races. I wasn't seeing the, you know, the chocobos. I wasn't seeing the airships and, and the, and the grand reveals of some of these, things that I saw like in Final Fantasy X and, and Final Fantasy IX even. And I went back and watched some of the CG trailers of those old games and I was blown away by some of them. And I'm like, man, like these, somebody like, wasn't a mono, but somebody labored over these set pieces that, you know, maybe there was one or two throughout this game, um, but I still feel like they did not hit. And I think about the Final Fantasy X cutscene where they're playing Blitzball, and I, I think, mm, I can't remember the town's name, but like Oren's there, and, and Titus is there, and Yuna, and and I'm just like, man, like that is like ingrained in my head, and, and I don't have any of that from this game, sadly. Yeah, I think, <clears throat> I think those things you're describing are definitely more vibrant, maybe more full of life. For sure, but like I said, I think the setting really matches the story here. Where it's where it's bleak, there's less color to it, but I think it's intentional. And then I I totally agree with your point, Tyler. I think yeah, if we're talking about like the world itself interacting with it, totally agree. It's like super barren, super. But I think the set pieces were really cool. All the mother crystals, super cool. Um, I thought the scale actually was like done well. Like I I felt super small and this like you're looking up at these giant crystals um you see like the cities but yeah i scale, think scale in that regard is but when when you're talking about like moving around the continents and it's just like you don't you don't actually do that so like in in final fantasy 15 you're like you're driving you're moving you're talking to like and you're going place to place like quote unquote on foot mm -hmm. here i don't even think that's possible i uh, to be fair yeah. i i was not inspired enough to even explore because it was like this is just boring <laughs> i don't i don't care like i'm just gonna hop to the next thing right but like i don't even think you can go across on foot if you wanted to which i'm not saying that you have to do that but like in terms of scale yeah from a small to large and you're looking at these like massive like structures and and like i think all that was sweet but when you're talking scale in terms of like okay you're going across a continent and that just involves opening up your map and clicking and holding and it's like, and now you're here. And then yeah. it's like, here's this small little map that you can kind of go through your section here. You're going to fight six waves of enemies and then you're going to hit the, the boss or whatever. Like, I think that's where I felt it like kind of claustrophobic and constrained and not really like open world or vast or like, look at all these possibilities. Like the possibility is instead of going left where you know you need to go, you can go right 50 feet, kick open a chest and then go <laughs> left. I think that's kind of where it's like, mm, I don't know. Yeah, no. I, I mean, we're I bleeding agree. into like gameplay and other stuff. Yeah, so, I mean, we could go to the next sure. one, but setting-wise, like, I like the the, the kingdoms. 
Like, that's it. I, I like the, let's set it. Like the, the time period, the kingdoms, the way, like each of their individual things. I think that was, I think, realized and done well from a story perspective. I think going into the story, this was one of the strongest points of the game for me. I think this story, a lot of Final Fantasies talk about environment. They talk about, you know, the effects that we have on the earth. It's very like Studio Ghibli. It's very Japanese. Uh, so I was very surprised to hear a story that talked a lot about class and class structure and I got a huge sense of that from a lot of the side quests. And for some reason, um, I think this game was able to pull it off so much better than Tales of Arise, which I'm going to beat this horn until I die. IGN gave Tales of Arise a 10 out of 10, and it is the worst review I've ever heard in my life. Sorry, IGN. But this game pulled off the exact same story of class that Tales of Arise tried to pull off but couldn't. And they did it, in my opinion, tremendously. Um, but I want to hear what you guys think about the story before I go on, because Tyler, you said you're a little bit, you were a little bit bored, but. Yeah, I think the story beats are awesome in that I love, like, again, going back to like the Game of Thrones-esque thing of everyone kind of doing their own thing and you have all the different kingdoms, you have all the different, uh, like their own agendas. And I think that was done really well when you saw those things. So through just flash cutscenes, like, you, you know, it just takes the camera away from your guy completely. Like, you're not even a part of that. And it's like, we're going to go across the continent and go and just check on these guys, see what's going on. And every time they did that, I'm like, this is, I'm enthralled. I love this. I love seeing all like the different characters interacting and talking and, and going through all their, you know, niceties and, and fake whatever's and stuff and like i think all of that is awesome i think the the overarching of like hey we gotta destroy all these crystals or whatever again like it's kind of mm -hmm. mild spoilers but like you know it's he you'll see like okay this is what we have to do to to save the world or to do whatever i think all of that was really well realized i think that i felt motivated i think it had a i, I know you said like the opening wasn't necessarily strong but i thought uh it was a very strong opening and that like I played through the demo and I was like, all right, let's, get, let's see the demo. And then, and I was like, bought it immediately. I was like, this is sweet. We're going to keep going. I, I thought the opening was really like it, it made you uh, want to go through and play through and, and see stuff. And I thought even like the different time skips made sense and like you're, you're still catching up, but it's like, I think all of that was really good story wise what you're talking about with like different side quests and things like that. I think everything in between the main story beats is boring as hell. Whoa. Okay. I, I think like story wise, whenever you're progressing the story, I've never been more engaged and loving it, loving all the acting, loving all of like the, the different interactions and stuff. But like just getting that story moving, I, I, I was like falling, like li literally falling asleep. Now, to be fair, I've been trying to like grind it, so I'm playing a lot of it, but it's just like, dude, if I'm fighting or if I'm watching the story, I'm in, I'm loving it. I think it's the best game in the world. It, as I'm talking to people and running from this end of the map to this end of the map for no reason than to like talk to somebody, like that is just mind numbing to me. 
where like I could not care less what they have to say. Okay. But yeah, no, I agree with a lot of your points. Um, story for me, one of the strongest, if not the strongest element, I was engrossed in this story. I was captivated by it from the beginning. Um, I love the dark tone of it. I know I agree with your point where it's like all dark. I would have liked a little bit more levity as well, but you get spots, but like generally, yeah, it's, yeah, it's a lot of, it's a lot of (laughs) darkness, death and deceit and betrayal and stuff. But I just was captivated. I was, I found myself thinking about it. I, you know, when I turned the game off, like, at night and I would I can't wait till I get back to it. I want to see Clive's journey continue and like, what is he going to do? Um, and like you mentioned, I love when they cut to other characters and I care about them just as much. Like, I guess we'll go into characters later, but every time they go to Dion, I thought that's some of the best parts of the game, dude. He is such a great character. It was so interesting that the politics with it, they did such a great job. Very game of Thrones esque, which I've never seen, but I could see why people like that stuff. It's like really good. Um, I love the story, but I agree with you. The pacing was not good. The pay, I think that's kind of what you're, you're getting at. Like mm-hmm. the pacing is, is where there was problems. Like you would have the most epic over the top moment, crazy plot twist, betrayal or something. And then it would be followed <laughs> by just downtime side quests and shit. And I'm yeah. like, I just want to see what happens, but I, I want to do these other things too. So like, I totally get the frustration there. Um, it definitely, I wish it did a a little bit better job of that. Like, you know, less time in between those, those big points, because when it hits dude and you have that epic moment and that crazy reveal or whatever, it is just like, it's so 10 out of 10. I am so glued to the screen. There's so many times where like I shed a tear at these beautiful moments or just my mouth was agape at this I couldn't even believe what I was watching. I was like, this is insane. This is the craziest thing. Like there's one particular fight where I don't want to spoil it, but I was like, this is like Dragon Ball Z, dude. What the yeah. fuck is going I on? I like there were multiple yeah. fights. There was, like but there was one in particular yeah, where it gets yeah. so crazy and my mouth is agape and some people might, maybe it takes some people out of it, but that's like right up my alley. I'm just like, let's push it to the next level. Let's like, this can't get any crazier. This can't get any crazier. Oh shit! They're like it is. It is, it is amazing. So, um, story overall, I really, really enjoyed it. I think it's one of its strong points, and uh, I think two factors that have to do with it. I think that I think the script was great, and, and they really knew what they wanted to do. It's not the most convoluted thing ever, but I think it was it was really nice balance between like you know a lot of things going on, but not too much to get you confused. Right, easy to follow along. Um, the characters were amazing. I really liked a lot of the characters and connected with them and cared about them. And then the performances were fantastic. The voice actors were so good. I think it really brought everything to life. I mean, um, characters are such a big part of stories. I don't know if we want to kind of like bleed into characters a little yeah. bit, but I mean, you know that like I'm not a huge Mar. Whenever there's like, you're my brother, I'm like, yeah, okay, whatever. Like, I, <laughs> and that maybe I'm just a sociopath. I'm just like, I don't care. Uh, I don't. I don't get that feeling. Yeah. But I will say they did it very well where I actually believed them. Like, am I going to be like shedding a tear of like, but like it was probably about as close as I would come whenever it's like, oh, this brother's bond. Oh, this family member. Like, you know, you talk about Byron. I'm just like, 
when he when he's like crying, like, yeah, man, I could see it. And yeah. it's like it was believable. And I think that's a huge, huge thing where those interactions I believed. Um I just think that like to your point, when you're talking through like different characters and the interactions and stuff, I thought everyone else was so much more interesting than anyone you're talking to in your base. <laughs> like it was <laughs> like, dude, I don't give a okay. shit what Otto's thinking. I don't <laughs> yeah. Like to the mm. point of like I for, and this was actually fairly towards the end, but like we, we come back after this insane thing, like it was just like, Oh my god. And Otto's like, Hey, meet me before you go out. I'm like, All right. And you run across your base and go talk to me. He's like, hey, good luck out there. <laughs> and that's literally it. And it's like, what, dude, come on, man. I got better things to do. Like, I just, I, it's, it's mind boggling where you have, you know, you think about your Final Fantasy. Then 10 and 7 are like, they're very good, right? Mm-hmm. Like, so like, the, the, and even 15. But like, you, I felt like so much closer to all those different characters within your party than I did with like your quote unquote party that is getting swapped in and out so much that like you're supposed to care about Gab and you're supposed to care about Jill. And I think I've come around on Jill and I do want to talk about her a little bit, but it's just like, I don't really have like, Oh, I love Aaron. I love Waka. I love, you know, like, I, mm. Oh, I, uh, Barrett's amazing. Oh, of course I'm going for Tifa. Like, I don't have any of those connections short. Like, honestly, your dog is like the closest connection that you like after every major fight. I'm petting that sucker. You know, like that's the only real connection I personally felt Mm. short of. Yeah. Like now that the like brotherly love type stuff. Sure. So I, I just have a couple quick points to that first. I think one, a lot of the side quests actually go into some of that stuff like auto for example if you did none of his side quests totally agree but there's like one in particular where i was floored it wasn't like a main quest because it like really explores his relationship with sid and i like teared up when when at the end of that quest and i was like it was like a really cool quest and it was you get a flashback and it, it was crazy so i was like how is this not a main quest like this is important so like if you skip that yeah, you're like Otto's so dumb, dude. Like yeah. he says two things to me. So, but then that's the pacing, right? Like, exactly, put that exactly. in the main quest line yes, where you're yes. fleshing it out, and you're not just go here and collect, right? Star sand. Yes, <laughs> like, but I think <laughs> I think the the second point to to that, and this goes back to kind of Jeff's overall point with this, where it, it doesn't really feel like a Final Fantasy because traditionally your Final Fantasy such an important aspect is your party. You have a big party. You you meet all these interesting and unique people and you can swap them in and out and you can customize them and you can do this and that, like the job system. And that's all lacking here. And I know this, this isn't really with characters. Well, it's kind of with characters, more gameplay stuff. But that's crucial because that's where you make a lot of those connections. And the fact where you're only, you can only play as Clive and yeah, people are getting swapped in or out and it's not your choice. I think that definitely factors into it as well. So... But I still, I don't know. I really like, because I did all the side quests. I really like the, the main cast. I think Jill's great. The scene with Clive I, and Jill. I, you don't like Jill? Dude, there is one scene. Yeah, the scene where they're just suddenly naked yeah. out, of, out of nowhere. Like, what is that? You're just wet. So, like, instead of sitting by the fire and drying off, no, we got to take our clothes off. Like, that one scene, and that's where I was like, ah, I'm coming around a little bit. But, like, 
after that scene, she goes right back to being just blank stare. Like, I don't care about her at all. And maybe it's because of the side quest, but I was just like, dude, you had one good moment. And like, I get it. I thought they had a, I thought they had a few. I don't know. I think this game is just, the characters are very hard to uh, identify which ones are the, we'll say like MVPs. Like for me, Dion, probably one of my favorite Final Fantasy characters ever. Like so much more than Clive. Like, and you never even get to play as Dion. I think Dion's story absolutely rules. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't really find Clive that compelling. I think that he falls into the traps of most Final Fantasy protagonists of being one note and one uh, one direction. They they don't have any type of. Um, change in their story they're go- they're driven towards one goal they hold that steering wheel in one direction the whole way through and 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 that's kind of it and that's okay but i also feel like they did jill absolutely dirty you know we have two of the characters that are like your main playable characters i thought jill was she had one tiny moment kind of in the early parts of the game and then they, they like almost like robbed her of it they were like no you're not going to be this strong empowered character i i never felt like jill was what she was and i'm not going to spoil it you guys out there who are playing it or have played it probably get where i'm going jill should be this absolute like badass and she's just kind of like a side note compared to all the other like badasses in the game it's like wait this is what jill should be why is she down here when everyone else is up here um so i thought they really missed dropped the ball on jill but dion was awesome uncle byron um quentin of lost wing his revenge story side quest i thought was like awesome i had no clue why quentin was the way he was until you do his side quest i loved mid i mid has a side quest that to john's point probably had me the closest to tears i was like mid is awesome but like mid comes in it like the last back end of the game and she's infinitely more (laughs) likable and and distinct and unique and just like she like okay like there you go there there's your uh uh was it the who not yuna but who's the other one uh Uh, riku Riku. yeah Yeah. like there there you go like there's your kind of like parallel there but it's just like she just has way more personality than jill did like it was just like everyone just seemed and maybe like to be fair i didn't i was going through the main quest line versus the side quest but it's like it just seemed so like like everyone is talking like this and they're all gruff and everyone, but then you get Byron, you get mid at the end of the, and it's just like, they're funny and bright and, and like, they're still serious, but they're just like, I don't know. It was just like, they, they just seem to be more distinct. Maybe that's what it is. Is just, we need something that's a little bit more like distinct or something you can attach yourself to. Just because Jill's stoic, I don't think makes her a bad character. I agree with your point, Jeff, in terms of power level, they, they (laughs) did her super dirty. She's so useless. And there's like several points where she like could have popped off and I was waiting for it. I was like, dude, what? So I agree with that. But I think her character herself, I really like Jill personally. Is she the best character ever? No. 
But just because she's stoic and serious, I don't think makes her a bad character. Yeah, but they didn't. You have to like consider her backstory, what she's went through. And like her and Clive, that's why I actually really like their character. Because if you think about Clive, he's this prince. He's nobility. Like he's, you know, supposed to be a certain way. And they just completely flip it on its head where he's like the outlaw now. He's gruff. He's dirty. Like it wasn't his destiny to be this. And they talk about like destiny a lot. And I think it's super intentional. And he's like conflicted with himself because he was supposed to be one thing. And now he's completely the opposite of that. And you can see him struggling with it the entire game. And he's trying to do the right thing despite of it. I think it's super interesting. I, I like it a lot. Maybe I'm reading too much into it. But like personally, I saw where they were going with it. And I enjoyed that character a lot. And Cl- Clive, well, so you're, you're moving to Clive. But Clive is my favorite protagonist for Final Fantasy. I I think like I actually like him more than Cloud. That's I'm just saying that. That's fair. Um, So I agree with you there. Like I thought I was gonna just, but I thought their stories were tied. Don't don't you feel like they're they're tied together? And again, maybe this is just a detriment of me not playing like enough side quests and and things like that. And to to be fair, like the only side quests that I were doing originally were all those exclamation mark ones, Mm -hmm. which are meaningless. (laughs) (laughs) Like they just don't matter. And then I realize, oh, if it's a plus sign, that actually gives you something yeah. nice. Yeah. That's how I got my Chocobo uh, today. It, it <laughs> oh, I was going to oh, say no. after like 55 say, like, or something. You're not Ambrosia even close to the no. yeah. yeah, so I got them and then I couldn't use them at all because <laughs> it's all like... So anyway, yeah. but with Jill, I think they didn't... So I know that she had this arc of like, I'm a monster and all this other stuff, but then they still fell into this like RPG trope of the bad guy is holding her by her arm and now she can't actually do anything and then, like, just like stuff like that. It's mm. like and now there's these magic handcuffs that you don't see again, <laughs> but it's just the story driven. Like, if I put these on you, you can't change. But it's just like, Very come divinity. on, yeah, yeah. But it's just like, I just felt that that one scene where like they're at the fire, and and maybe I was just distracted because they were naked. But it's just like that felt touching, and that sold it to me. There was one moment when they were like, she, I guess she was getting better on a bed or something and they like leaning in for the kid and there's like oh someone runs that and like yeah but I in was the barn too, to see parts of it where they're where they're sitting in the bar that's and they're in the beginning the i think the beginning was extremely strong and that that's my point yeah. it's like i when when he got her whenever she was fighting titan whenever it was like oh dude this is sick and it's like oh i'm gonna get her i'm gonna like oh i can't believe this is jill like that was like awesome that's what made me buy the game and yeah. then from that point on it was like this just big dip of like Hey, I'm gonna be here. Cool. <laughs> like I don't know. I, I don't know. I like I, it. It's just like she's awesome when she needs to have a story beat, but I can count on one hand the number of times when I'm just like, I'm glad you're here. I'm glad I'm <laughs> talking to you. Most times it's just like it's either this exposition of just like, this is what we have to go collect, or this is what we have to do. And I'm just like, dude, I don't She's not a Yuna. She's not a no, Tifa. She's no, not Aerith. Like she's not. I can name every other she's not freaking lightning. <laughs> Like, like <laughs> people um, like lightning, bro. I, right? But that's what I mean. Like, it's just like she's inconsequential. Like she's like. I disagree. I think she is Clive's rock. Like it's it's all about Clive, okay? And she's like a pillar to Clive. So like alone, yeah, maybe you're right. Dude, but like Yote, I think it's, Yote from with Josh. Like, oh, they yeah. did her, unless I just didn't get to it yet. They did her dirty, where I thought she was more interesting than Jill. 
I thought her interactions cool. with Josh and her in the way she she was talking with him and just it, like I thought she was just a a better character and you see her like a tenth of the time. <laughs> Fair. That's that's just I don't know. That's yeah. I I agree with Tyler. I I really do. I I'm glad that you got so much out of Jill. I I'm, I, I, I think she's cool. Like again, I'm not saying she's the best ever. I know. A lot of the other Final Fantasy girls are way better than her. I get it. I just, <laughs> the waifus. I just don't think she's as bad as you're saying. I, I got things out of it. I liked her. It's just whenever Clive is going and attacking people, which he does a lot of, <laughs> true. I believe him that whenever he's like, you gotta die. Like, okay, like, I believe you that there's there's something there, and I'm just like, yeah, let's go. Yeah. But when Jill is going to kill <clears throat> what's his face and what tower of whatever, it was like, dude, I I don't know. Like they couldn't even let her do that. They had to yeah, like, yeah, right. Yeah, no, she that, got like a slash was, off at the end, but that's that like was it's a still huge five. missed opportunity. It I was agree. just like I didn't even believe that because like oh, I don't want to be a monster. It's like okay, like. I didn't feel like it was earned, and again, maybe that like maybe they fleshed out in like a side quest or something. No, but like no, you're right. during that arc, I was like, I know what we're doing, but this feels like filler to me. And I, I feel bad saying that because it's such a important piece of her arc. Yeah. But I was like, this feels like you're just shoehorning this in, so I'm not immediately going to the next thing and, and dunking on the next boss. Yeah, <laughs> I, I agree. Know. No, I, I think you're right. Byron, right, what's Byron's up? awesome. Byron Byron's pretty well, cool. Who's your favorite character? So Dion, you, you like Dion. Far. I think Dion. Clive. Clive. Yeah. And I could see both of those. Byron's pretty awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Byron's fantastic. I love Byron. I, I would say mine is probably goes like Dion mid and then maybe uh, maybe Byron. I like I do like Byron a lot. He's just that com, 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 oh boy comedic relief but yeah. i don't like i think gav jill gav was bad jill yeah. I, and why though like gav is your levity like gav is like like i i actually loved sid i just think that you lost sid you lost say, benedicta dude, way too early like it was sid just like, was man. fantastic he's yeah. one of my favorites mine's like clive dion siv probably like sid is my top top three i don't sid I, I was just, great yeah sid was cool I just there was multiple times in during the story where I just thought to myself, okay, we know what we are as characters. We know what Jill is. We know what Clive is. We know what Sid is. And I, I, I'm just kind of like racking my brain of like, how are they in this position that they're in with the tools that they have? Um, and, and it didn't really add up in my brain. I, I just, hmm, I, I just. The Jill thing, I don't know why I'm harping on so much, but it really did um, just mess with me, especially with her being like your only other party member. And I'm like, but party member, like to your point, John, like party member is such a loose term. It's it like, is. who do you want to go with you? Yeah. And I was Doesn't like, matter. I don't care who's the, who is what cursor, it, like what name is the cursor on by default? Yeah. Because I'm just jamming on the X button to like move forward with it. Yeah. Where like there's, there is zero, it does not matter. Which, which is a negative like that's to me that's such a vital piece of final fantasy like you like, get no character story. i guess you yeah like you you can like walk out and it's like gav talks to you a little bit it's yeah, like cool yeah. like I don't, yeah. I don't care man we we've got some i like the philosopher guy more than Ka gav yeah Forget he was name. cool yeah. philosopher guy was Tones. hilarious <laughs> 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 all right what's next 
<sighs> Gameplay. What'd you What'd you think of it, Jeff? Oh, I, I <laughs> so most of my categories are like weak point, strong point, weak point. Gameplay is strong point, weak point. I, I can't wrap my head around this because I knew from the <laughs> beginning of this game, as soon as there was not a party, as soon as there wasn't like a four-person party, I was going to be like, oh, am I going to like this? The moment-to-moment action gameplay I felt was super addicting. You are hitting a lot of the same buttons and getting the same results for the majority of this game. And for some reason for me, I did not lose that enjoyment like at all hitting those buttons. And it felt great. Um, however, I the customize like the customize customizability was so lacking that I was like, is this an RPG? And I know this is an argument that happened a lot um, you know, on the internet, but this just felt like an action game to me. And in my head, I was thinking, how cool would it be of instead of, you know, for the listeners out there, this basically Final Fantasy has a rotation system where you rotate between three different powers. And in my head, I'm like, why didn't they just rotate through three different party members and have a full roster of party members? And oh, you mean like 15? (laughs) Well, kind of. And it's like. That would I would have been more connected to these characters, and instead I'm just playing one character with, you know, kind of elemental abilities. I don't know if people see that as spoilers, and if I talked about what they really are, but I, I really did enjoy the gameplay. I thought it was incredibly like way too easy, um, and we'll get to that later. But you could definitely see the DNA but, uh, of Final Fantasy XIV, the MMO, and this game, and and how they're connected. It was very well done um but again uh, i was just i was with as much that i liked about it and those super high highs and those awesome boss fights there came to this time where i'm like but wait like i really wish i was using different abilities i wish i had you know that cool side character with me because you just don't you're you're clive um the I thought the hunts were pretty fun. I actually felt like some of the hunts were the best boss fights in the game, aside from maybe like one or two of the mainline boss fights. But you know, I enjoyed it in in the form of an evolution from of Final Fantasy fifteen to this game. I thought it was pretty damn well done, in my opinion. What do you guys think? You want me to go? Are we going down the spectrum? I don't know. I, I enjoyed the gameplay quite a bit. I thought it was it was fun. Uh, the combat was was really cool. I personally like, like you mentioned, Jeff, the elemental portion of it. There's a lot of customizing factors that you can do there. Like you can mix and match. And there's a lot of cool combos that you can kind of do. Um, so I had a lot of fun, like, you know, kind of playing with that and seeing which ones I liked and you know, getting all these sick combos, seeing the damage, like when you stagger someone and just trying to get the biggest number yeah. you can get. Like, I thought that was a lot of fun. I agree. Totally a missed opportunity. I mean, you just made Final Fantasy VII Remake, which you can swap party members. And then not only that, the party members are like unique. So like, depending on who you're facing, you might switch to like a Barrett who can blast someone out of the air and then switch to a Tifa that can just beat the shit out of them. <laughs> Tifa was the best, dude. But like, yeah, that was huge. Like, how much cooler would Jill be if you could have swapped to her and then started oh. beating the shit out of people and like, actually she would be OP at that point because you're controlling her. Like, 
or Torgle. That would have been sick. <laughs> you could have played as a dog. That would have been unique. That would have been cool. So, yeah, I agree. I think that's a huge that's a huge miss. Just like the party component, man. That's like what Final Fantasy is all about. It's like you stacking up your party, making them as OP as possible. That's that's where a lot of the connection comes from. When you're one shot, everyone. When you when you have a volleyball and you throw it at someone's face and they take <laughs> nine 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 nine. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like that's that's sick. That's yeah. that's what it's all about. So yeah, I don't know. But overall, I thought it was super fun and engaging. Um, and I respect the fact I'm not a difficulty guy, as you know. I'm a, I'm an easy guy, so it didn't bother me. But I understand where people are coming from. Where the game is too easy, and that could take away from it. Because it's I hard f- to lose. It's hard to lose. A <laughs> right. So like, because because there's so much potential there. Like, imagine if it was harder. Imagine if you actually had to use specific abilities to counteract what the enemies were doing instead of just, like, a spam fest. It, I think it would have been much more interesting for those type of players. But overall, I thought the the, the game, the combat itself was was a lot of fun. Um, are we just talking combat or just overall gameplay? We can talk whatever you Cause want. Because, like, other aspects of the gameplay is super weak. Like, was this even an RPG? Like, where are the RPG elements, like, at all, right? Like, the items are non-existent, except for, like, the trinkets you get, I guess, which is, like, you get three of them. So, like, that was, like, super weird. I never felt the need to, like, go explore to get items or something, which you would think, like, that's what RPGs are all about, like, getting the loot. So that kind of sucked. Um, yeah, I don't know. So, I, I raged at items. I yeah, raged. Yeah. The gameplay sucks. Like, it sucks. The combat? It sucks. The mm. combat sucks? It sucks. Look, here's Let's the thing. Let's hear it. Let's hear the thing. Wait, wait, what? The combat, I agree with you, is engaging. The first, I don't know, 20 hours. But when you're literally doing the exact same thing where it's like you go into a boss fight and it's up to that point, it's like, all right, we're going to clear off 10 guys. Cool. That's your one ultimate clearer then another 10 guys come cool that's your second ultimate clearer another guy comes but this guy has a, a big health bar cool kill him might take a couple extra hits you might get a refresh and you clear him again and then you just do that over and over and over and over and then you have all of these cool powers that are all different things and you can only use half of them at any given point so you can invest in, and at least they let you refund your points for yeah, free. There's freely. that benefit because I never would have tried a new point. But it's just like you can only have three cool things in any given time. And I, it's just like the only time I changed it up is because I was so bored of throwing a lightning bolt at some guy for the hundredth time that it's like, cool, let's see what these wings do or I guess I'll ice somebody. It's one of those things where, to your, your guys' points, like the items don't matter. Oh, this boosted my attack five points. Cool. There's no elemental stuff. There's no literally anything. You only get two trinkets because I think the third trinket is literally, hey, you know that cool thing where you can tell Torgo to do a bunch of stuff? What if you just put a ring on and he just does it himself? The that, big, biggest that thing, DPS increase. That thing in went on <laughs> yeah. with the first five minutes yeah. of the game. I never took it off. I, know. I have a tan line with that ring on <laughs> just because it's like, okay, well, clearly I... but. I will say uh, part of the reason why I hate that I almost took it off was because how many times Torgo kill him kill get him boy get him boy like every time and it's just like oh my goodness so it's just one of these things where it's like the combat is engaging absolutely but 
do it, does it ever require you to actually be engaged? Because they, they literally stop the combat at different points and say, this guy's going to boost what I'm like. No, he's not, because I'm just going to hit this one button, and he's going to be the first one to go, because they're always the weak ones, right? So, like, the casters, it's like, well, I know that any casters can pose any type of problem, as long as I turn my little Phoenix spinning thing on, that wipes them out immediately, 100% of the time. So, it's like, okay, so you're just going point to point to point to point. You're going through these lifeless rooms. I've gotten turned around so many times because the hallways look so identical. I went back the way I came because the doors are the same. There's no like, oh, clearly I'm, I'm, and there are exceptions. So I don't want to like just crap all over the entire thing, but it's like the, the filler of like, I go in here, I I clear this thing real quick and I go back. Like, it's just like, it was so repetitive that, that's fine if it's a 20 hour game, but when it's a 40 plus hour game and you're, you're doing the exact same thing, you're fighting the exact same enemies. Oh, these guys have shields now. Cool. Fire. Fire. And it's just like, you're, you're just, it's, your sword means nothing. Like all the powers are cool, but it's like, you're just slashing it guys while you're waiting for your abilities cool to build up. That's all it is. Um, so I just, I felt like that was just so bad. And then like, like you guys were saying, the items non-existent. It's not like you get armor. Like, yeah, you get like a cuff that doesn't change your appearance. You get the only thing that changes is the sword, right? Yeah. And even then the sword is so negligible. Like it doesn't matter. And you have so much, and maybe it's just cause it's like on easy mode or whatever, but you have so much money. It's like, Oh, this sword's worth 4,000. Oh, cool. Give me 20 of them. <laughs> I still have more money than I know what to do with. And it just like none of it. Like there's no, to your guys point, like RPG aspect of it. And I think that mixed with everything in between is so freaking slow where it's like I was just harping about it on Diablo and Diablo looks like it's a freaking speed fest compared to this where it's like you talk to this person. Cool. Now talk to this guy, this guy and this guy. Oh, yeah, I know they're on three separate corners of your base, but that's not to pat anything out. <laughs> Can't run in your base. If I Dude, I pulled my hair out. I would take a drink or like go get water every time you have to hand someone something because it's the animation of you like reaching in your back for nothing to hand someone something off screen so then they can reach it, nothing, and put it behind their back. Meanwhile, it's like, here's the steel that will make your ship work (laughs) and it's like where'd you hide that from (laughs) it's like oh my gosh anyway all of that being said all of that i deal with because the the gameplay of the boss fights and even though it's just let's call it bullet sponging damage sponging whatever it's so damn cool that it's like i'll deal with all of that just to get to those giant set pieces because those set pieces i keep going by like this is a garbage game i can't wait to shock you guys with how low i'm going to score this and then i get to a boss fight i'm like oh this is such a great game like i can understand why people think this is the coolest thing in the world it's just like make up your mind like it is a roller coaster of like getting from the sweet boss fight to the sweet boss fight i hate but those sweet boss fights are so good that i don't want to say it's worth it because i i think ultimately i'm actually upset of how many hours i've put into this game but it's let's call it worth it where it's like just to see the story, just to see the interaction, just to see what crazy thing they're going to do with this boss fight. I think it's fine. Normally boss fights are um, exhausting for me a little bit where it's like, I'm just going to keep hitting you over and over and over again, but they do 
staging so well and they it, like th- there's some talking there's some interactions there's some like kind of these spectacle things they yeah you're kind of just chipping away at this giant health bar but they do it in a better way than like anything in diablo anything in, i know they're different games but you know what i mean like that that's that's my two cents all right sorry <laughs> i there sorry i i'm actually surprised on how much I kind of disagree with you, especially on the boss fights, because for me, yes, those spectacles, there were some really cool boss fights in there. But for some of them, that's when I was going and grabbing a drink and like, all right, well, all my uh, so, all my abilities are on cooldown. I guess I'll just tap uh, square here. You know, like you said, they're huge sponges. Some of them huge highlights of the game. Some of them for me, I was I was sitting there like, when is you know when is this going to get over? When can I get back to the story or see what the repercussions of this boss fight are? Um, they were all visually incredible, and I I actually don't know how the game pulled it off. I I've never seen. Combat By going graphics. at twenty five frames a second, that's how they pull. Off. I, but that's the thing. I felt like they the fights ran better than the non fights. Like I had better performance during the combat than yep. I did out of the combat. I was like, what, what is going on behind you know uh, the doors of this game? Like, what is you should watch like the uh, Digital Foundry video on. They that? dig into. Were it. you on performance mode? No, because I didn't get. I, because I didn't see the increase. <clears throat> so performance mode. They went to find fights just so it would run at 60 frames so they would like <laughs> kite people just so they get like performance well that's why i took it off of performance because i wasn't seeing it i was like ah, i'm still seeing dips i'm still seeing this i was like i'm gonna put it on fidelity so at least it looks good right um does it look that different i couldn't tell a, a, a real big I, I played it on graphics mode which is as you know a big deal yeah because i hate 30 frames but i i i just like the steadiness of it because mm-hmm. the the dipping mm-hmm. takes me out of it when I, I can you. notice, like I will adjust to thirty after a while, but uh, the constant flux, I, I hated it. I think the biggest rage moment for me was when I learned that there was a Final Fantasy mode that unlocks after you beat the game, and that was the intended difficulty level that the developers wanted you to play this game at. And I was like, "Why the fuck would you do that to me?" Because I, you know me, like. This game was not from a difficulty level entertaining to me at all. I I I thought it was sorely lacking. I I didn't get really any of that payout that I get from you know struggling with something and then defeating it, even if it's only like one or two deaths. Um, so I was very disappointed when I heard about that. I don't have it in me to play this game again just to experience the intended difficulty. Um, I don't know why they wouldn't just give that to you as an option from the start. Um, and going back to the items, <laughs> there was about one point I was like, oh, sweet. I got Excalibur. Like in my head, I'm like, Excalibur, that's a Final Fantasy staple. That's a powerful sword. And then like I finished a mission and I came back to my home base and I went to the blacksmith. I was like, oh, maybe I can upgrade Excalibur or maybe I can do something with this new boss loot that I got, craft something new. And it's like, oh, this green plus one like regular sword is now stronger than Excalibur. <laughs> and I was like, fuck this. <laughs> but like, like, you would no. think that, okay, that's green. Excalibur, I, I assume, is the purple one. Yes. You would think that it would give you some sort of extra thing. Right. To ma- and it's just nothing. It's like, <laughs> Oh, it drove me nuts. 
Um, so th- that's why I say I think there was a lot to like about some of the gameplay here. I, I think that it also was lacking a lot. I, I, I think that's the story of this of this game for me. There is a lot to like, and there's a lot to your you wish or question or like what what happened. No, I think that's fair. I think a lot of people feel the same way, right? That seems to be the consensus. Like people feel confused <laughs> about <laughs> how they feel about it. Because um, yeah, the highs are very high, the lows are very low. I think I think that's definitely the overall thought. Um, was there anything else we didn't touch on that you wanted to touch on, Jeff? I have a couple of points you guys can touch on if you want. Yeah. Um, mostly related to the art <coughs> graphics of, of this oh, game. Oh, we need to talk about the music. Um, music, for <laughs> sure. Um, I was missing Amana's artwork. I, I felt like it was completely lost on this game, and, and I think that was part of the medieval setting. I, I, I talked about that Final Fantasy texture not being there for me. Mm-hmm. I really missed it. This is going to sound super petty of me, but... I missed the pre-rendered cinematics. I mm. would this pre-rendered cinematics for me and and how they are incorporated in a Final Fantasy game to give me that huge spectacle, to give me that scene that isn't capable uh, to be rendered in in game. Like that is a staple for Final Fantasy and a lot of RPGs for me. Um, I always think back to that Titus and Yuna scene when they're in the water and and Yuna's crying, or I think about Yuna's wedding um, to Seymour and these just huge things Dude, that sins I sins coming in, orange just yes. standing there with everything. Yeah, 100%. and I watch them over and over on YouTube, or like I'm on the phone with a buddy. I'm like, okay, are you ready to press go? Like we're gonna watch this cinematic together, even though we already watched it five times together. Like, are you ready to hit play? Like these are things that I'm I'm used to seeing in a Final Fantasy, and they were non-existent in this game. I There might have been one for like 20 seconds, but I, I almost couldn't tell. And you're like, oh, well, Jeff, if you couldn't tell, that means the graphics are so, so good that they're basically cinematic. No, I'm sorry. It just wasn't the same. Um, character designs, I'm sorry. Like, yes, some of these characters were exciting. Nobody's going to be cosplaying as Uncle Byron. Nobody's going to be cosplaying <laughs> as, like, you know, some of the, uh, Yes, I, I, I talk about how much I like Dion and some of these other characters, but the character designs themselves, again, for me, felt like they were missing that Amano flavor. Um, yeah. Yeah, I'm actually, like, trying to think of... Like, obviously, like, Clive has this, like, edgelord, like look Mm -hmm. but yeah like i can't think of anything that's like oh this is you would be able to pick him out of other final fantasies or or even well i just think of even like vivi or steiner freya yuna Aaron, kefka and i made a list here of like tara from final fantasy 6 cecil kane sid yang palimporum and and these like iconic uh uh, Tifa, like how iconic is Tifa? I don't think you have that iconic character in this game outside of Dion for myself, and I would argue that that's a stretch. Uh, I bet you couldn't. Could you draw Dion right now? Not no. not his face, but like what he's wearing. Yeah, I think I think I could. You could. I think okay. I I think I could. I think Jill's actually costume is pretty okay. Um, but aside from that, I, I thought it was a, a, a huge step back. But I also like absolutely hated Final Fantasy's character design, and I hated how similar all the four bros were. 
I, I know that's not the for consensus 15, there. Yeah, I'm yeah. sorry, for 15. That, I know that's not the consensus, but that is a big reason why I fell off at 15 so hard was because even though there was a party there, it wasn't diverse at all. It was just four white guys, um, you know, taking photos and going on a road trip. Um, that didn't do it for me for a Final Fantasy game. But those are my thoughts of, like, the art design, the graphics. It, it just, oh, man, it, it, it didn't hit you know, me. You know what took me out graphic-wise? Whenever he's putting his sword behind his back, the angle that he's putting the sword, you cannot put it in the hilt <laughs> that, that he's putting it in. At least, like, you look at Kratos, and he puts his arm behind his back, and he hooks it in the hook. I don't care that the hook's kind of just there and just weird. And yeah. But at least the physics makes sense. But yeah. when you have this massive sword that you put in there and it's like in the middle of this much bigger sheath than, I don't even know if it's a sheath, but like, it's just like every time you put it away at the cutscenes, everybody like just really quickly, like put their, their things away. Like it's in game. It's just like, man, it just, that's the little Took stuff that out. takes me out where it's like, you need to have these these uh, like pre-rendered cinematics or something that's given a little bit more love, and at some points you can tell like, oh, okay, this one they're walking around and they're actually like somebody animated this versus someone just of like such a side thought that they just gave to some intern to kind of like throw it in there and like we have to go here and then move. I don't know. Yeah, bosses look cool. <laughs> I don't know, man. There were some really epic moments that looked awesome. Uh, uh, that, like, I'm 10, but, but like, like, I was like, dude, what the fuck? This is crazy. <laughs> I hated any Just type of flying, though, with, between, like, if you're ever the Phoenix and you're, like, flying. Dude, I couldn't. Oh, that was, like, uh, I can't see what's what game going is that on. Like? Panzer Dragon. Yeah, yeah. You just you can't you can't yeah. tell what's going on, and it's just like yeah, dude, was, I'm, I'm missing like, stuff because it's just like there's uh, strobes <laughs> of, of light flashing. I'm like, I guess That's I'm just, like, dude, I was just hitting the the <laughs> dodge, and I was dodging ninety percent of the time. Yeah. Guess what? There's a ring for that too. If you're bad at dodging, it will sl- it will stop the game and say hit R one and give you twenty seconds to hit the button. I don't mind the rings, the the beginner rings though. No, I know, but you what don't I'm have saying to put is, them on. but but what point. I'm saying, why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you have like all of these little but that's the, like, different that's things? That's the difficulty. Sure, I guess, but it's just like, dude, right? Like, what if there's someone who's just like, oh man, I love Final Fantasy, but I'm terrible at video games. I think the rings were more of an accessibility, like an uh, yeah, a, a yeah, creative well, accessibility yeah. option for people that are probably prone to seizures or something <laughs> because this game is so stroby. Yeah, um, but. You know the rings. It just I, I didn't you, have a problem with them. I, I the only I just took I, them off. The only reason I had a problem was because I equipped the the Torgal one at the beginning. Like Tyler said, I I got a, some kind of berserker ring at the very beginning. I got another ring, and and I never changed them the entire game. Like I started the game with berserker ring. I ended the game with berserker ring. And um, but I want to know what you have to say about either the musical score or. Dude, the music was fucking incredible it in this was. game. So good. Maybe the strongest point, but it's so hard for me because I'm so connected to the music. So it's like maybe I like the rest of the game so much and everything hits so much more because the music is just so ingrained in, and done so well to just emphasize the epicness of it, sadness, all these, all these different emotions. Um, Wow, the battle and boss themes were just so incredible. I just think epic. That's just the that's just the adjective that comes to mind. Everything was super epic, and 
I thought the score was really, really well done. There's my analysis. Was it consistent, though? <laughs> so I agree with you. Like, when, when it's hitting, it's hitting. Like yeah. Whenever you're running up, like, Titan's little tendrils, and it's, like, this, like, electric guitar, like, crazy, like, that's... That was huge. Like, that's, yeah, that's that anime was so attack. sick. And it's, like, okay. Uh, <laughs> that's cool. But then there, there are Or, like, the choir... Like when you're when you're in these boss fights, the Phoenix theme there is are two super choirs, awesome. Though, the, the, the boss choir, yep. and then there's one that's like this like almost happy tune during a boss fight, <laughs> yeah, I multiple do. times, I that one. and I'm like, what? Like, yeah, in, in, which one is that? It's there's it's like, this very light hearted. Yeah, it's like, like da, da. I, I, yeah, I, 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 I should look on Spotify and get it. And it's like I can't imagine. I'm like, dude, I'm fighting for my life here. And I could also just see this playing in a town of like a bar or something. Mm-hmm. And it was that was took me out of it a little bit where I'm just like, I can't wait to hear what John has to say about this. But yeah, I don't know. I don't remember that one. Maybe I'm just it, it super happened. I want to say it happened more. It was definitely more than once. And it was the same song. So I don't know if it was just like a certain part of the battle oh, music. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, you're right. I do remember. It was a certain part. Because that did play multiple times. Yes. Yeah. I think that's the Phoenix's theme, though, if I'm remembering correctly. It so might be. Like, yeah, there's like a... It just seemed out of place when it was, you were like... It was interesting. But then it slaps after that, if I remember correctly. I mean, every time after that, it was a boss. And yeah, it slapped. <laughs> but I, I don't know. There were just times where I'm like... But even the towns, man. I really enjoyed every town. It was subtle, a lo- though. A, like, lot of, a lot of the music... Yeah, it wasn't... I don't know. I I thought it was very catchy, and I really liked a lot of the melodies, man. Like I just thought they were, they were pulling really a lot unique. from Final Fantasy VII, or was it just general Final Fantasy? So did themes? you guys collect the orchestral rolls? No. Oh, because it's I like did. twenty grand a pop or whatever. Isn't <laughs> well, it? but That's there was what nothing. I was gonna say Tyler had money because he didn't buy. But anything. there was yeah, nothing was like, else to spend money on, exactly. so I was yeah, literally I was buying, buying them. Yeah, every time fair. I came across them in a, in a merchant, I, I bought it's the them. Principle. Because, it's the principle. It's the principle of it. I'd rather give my money directly to the artist. But right. I went back to the hideout and I would switch between these orchestral roles. Man, were they nostalgic. So you had all different types to pick from. and yeah. But that doesn't unlock it in the game, right? Yeah. Well, no. You when can you're listen, at the hideout. You get to pick what Dude, I was at the hideout, hideout as little as possible. <laughs> I yeah, but it, it makes so running, running around <laughs> that much less. It, like, honestly, as, it did help a lot. Yeah, if, exactly. If it somehow, if you... <laughs> that would be a good mechanic. <laughs> if you put on the Final Fantasy VII theme, it makes you run 10% faster. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Done. Dude, if they had a ring that would make you move faster or would skip the, the handing off of items. I don't know how I you missed put, the Chocobo for the entire... Like, I don't know how you did well, it without it, the Chocobo. It was the best side quest. Every time, it was 400 was awesome. meters. And I'm like, I can run 400 <laughs> meters. 400 meters is 40 seconds. Because you you can... it. That's the countdown. So I'm like, all right, well, I got to run to this thing. I see it's 360 meters away. It's going to be yeah. 36 seconds away. So I'm like, all right. But then I got to a point and it was like 800 meters away. And I you not, I pulled open Google. I'm like, can you get a mountain this game? I'm like, oh yeah, you could just go. So I stopped what I was doing. I even it was like whatever the right before you get on like a ship or something. And I'm like, I have to get this chocobo. Got it, and then never used it because yeah. it was just like you're on water the rest of the. Oh my gosh. Anyway, Ambrosia was sick too because it just yeah. let you just cruise through everything. You could jump over. Yeah. You said you couldn't jump over stuff. Yeah. Ambrosia let you. You were part of MVP. MVP. <laughs> well, all right. You well, live and learn. Yeah. 
All right. So that was, that was a lot. Yeah. But it was a big game. It was a juicy game. So there's a lot to talk I, about. I will finish it. Because I'm so close. At this point, I can, I can knock it out. It's on you, man. A couple hours. Yeah. Scores? 79. Ooh. What was yours? 7.9. Wow. I'm in an 88, bro. Woo! I fucking love this game. And that's all, like, I'm legit just, happy for you. Like, I would never. Something fight about you on me, that. too, dude. Like, some of my favorite things have very high highs and, like, kind of low lows. Mm-hmm. I just appreciate when people just fucking send it and they go for it and they reach those highs. Um, and it's not perfect, but, like, I don't know, man. Like, maybe I'm like, that's just, like, who I am. I just focus on all the good stuff. I'm, like, just the optimist. But, like, you guys were talking. I'm like, all right, they're they're right about a lot of these things. There's a lot of negatives, but like, I kind of just don't care. And like some of it, <laughs> honestly, I just I just had a great time. I, all that matters. I love the game. I just love the story. I I, I loved how they did things. Um, the active time lore, by the way, kind of reminds Huge. me of, of Tyranny a little bit, where you could hover over things and it would tell you about the world. That's got to be like a staple, dude. Because yeah. I am so locked in with the lore, but. Here, and here's the thing. I was so excited for that. Yeah. And I think they did such a good job explaining what the heck was going on. Yeah. I used it maybe a couple times in the very beginning. Yeah. But then I felt like I was like, I didn't need it. And like, I was good. Yeah. But that's, that's what I'm, I, so the active lore is one thing to have just in case, like if you forget like one thing, but like how they presented the lore just overall was so awesome. I, I really appreciated how they did it. Like Vivian telling you what's going on and, updating the character sheet every every time I would go back and like see what the character sheet and the new ties and shit and everything like that and you can go back to each period of time in which you know each of these stages I just think it was so cool to see how the story developed and what happened and I just think it's ironic that they have all of that so well done and they didn't need it <laughs> I don't I don't know yeah. there's a lot of characters and stuff I I've like I, yeah after a while once you get to the end of the game you're like set but I think that's a testament because to those systems. Uh, I mean, it's it's a good thing either way. I I agree with you. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. So anyway, somehow, even though I know 7.9 sounds low, that was my score. I still somehow believe that this is, if you're a final fantasy fan, a must play in the series. And this is coming from somebody who did not complete the 13 trilogy. I actually still want to play 12 because I have not completed 12 and I have not even completed 15. I got very far into 15, was trying to platinum it, but never finished it. For me, this is the first Final Fantasy that I have actually completed, aside from 14, the MMO, and Final Fantasy 10 2. So I, I, in my book, this is still a must-play if you're a Final Fantasy fan, even though it seems like my score is lower. It just seems... So you know me. Like I'm not, I typically don't watch people play games right like it's all about the gameplay right this i have so little desire to play like there's not a redeeming like the combat it can be fun i I don't want to discourage that but it's like i don't there's not anything about it that i want to play right so like you think of your horizons that's fun to play i want to play i want to explore i want to do whatever even final fantasy 15 i felt like i was actually going to places and exploring. Oh, here's mm-hmm. a Chocobo ranch. Oh, here's this. Definitely. Here's a fishing area. And all this. Like, it's just completely different where like this would have been like a cold television show or something. But it's like, I'm not going to do all those side quests because like more of just a slog, even if it's really good, like 
fleshing out characters and stories and stuff like the story especially for me can only go so far i have to enjoy playing it and if the moving about and the running around and everything and even the fighting is like such a drag like it's too much like 79 i think uh, again i was even gonna go lower than that but it's like the story is good the characters are good i actually really like this the setting that they set up where it's like here's your dominance and your bears. And like, it, it all made sense. Like with the classing and there, like it was, it was good. Like I, everything was good, but it was just like, I did not care to play more. <laughs> like, you know, like I'm good. Like I said, I'm going to finish it. Cause I've gotten this far. I feel like I owe it to my PlayStation <laughs> that I, I just, I have to give you something, but like typically like even mass effect where I would argue that like mass effect gameplay wise might not be the best gameplay, but like the story's so good it's and then stuff you're doing that. Yeah. It's like bad. I would rather play mass effect than play this because at least mass effect, you have your party members. There can be some varied stuff. You can do some synergies. I, I think that's a wild statement. Honestly, I, no, I agree no, with but Tyler. This, I agree this is, this is, you'd like, rather play mass effect two gameplay. Absolutely. This is a very, than this gameplay. If you want this for the gameplay, devil may cry five. I, think I agree May, with that. I think Devil May Cry Five is worse than this. Gameplay wise, yeah. though. Yeah. Oh man, I don't know. Okay, I just disagree okay. with everything being said yeah. right now. But like, <laughs> <laughs> I disagree with everything. Um, I'm not saying Devil May Cry Five is I mean, good. Fair, fair enough. If, if that's I, I, no, 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 I, I, I'll tell you this: Mass Effect Two went on fucking easy peasy. You're in a diaper mode because I just wanted to fucking talk to my crewmates. Yeah, but there's I only actually, so many at fucking. Least, at least I, I want to talk to. But my, my argument though is, at least I want to talk to my crewmates. Right, I went, I went right. back to here. The only reason I talked to anyone was because the red thing said you can't progress the actual story that you want to see <laughs> I, I until never, you run around and talk. I to everybody. never played Mass Effect and sat there shooting at things and felt like I'm a, such a badass. I am so cool. Look how fucking cool this looks. I never felt that once. But at least Mass Effect had different areas and, and you actually had to think and strategize about stuff versus I'm going to hold down R2, hit the square, and nuke everyone around me and get onto the next wave. Yeah, and it looks sweet. It Every looks sweet, but <laughs> I'm telling you, dude, I'm, the same I'm eight years old. I don't care. Yeah, like, I, I just love. I buddy. I'm every like, time <laughs> it happens, I'm like, dude, that was awesome. <laughs> dude, that was awesome. <laughs> I just, like, look, I, my thinking is flawed, but the I, only I reason why it. I ever upgrade anything is because whenever <laughs> I nuked everybody, they all had a sliver of health left, and I'm like, oh, I bet you there's a sword waiting for me with a plus five. Sure enough, you go talk to the dude that is gruffer than you get <laughs> that gross. plus five sword and you're like now nah, i can kill everyone in one hit again anyway all right 79 79 88 so like how, do, how do we uh however you want to do it. i mean you can uh just take the average of those three which would probably be like what 82 82 i would i'd give you an 82 83 can you come down that far yeah i've been outvoted clearly so well, Doesn't I mean, take away my enjoyment yeah, of it. All right. all right. Fair enough. All right. Well, sure. that was a lot. <laughs> but I very much appreciate you coming on, Jeff. I love Thank you for having me yeah. yet again. I love hearing your thoughts. He's always comes comes to bat ready to go. And uh, that was an interesting one. So a lot of good points. We're all playing Baldur's Gate 3. So we're going to have to do this again in 200 hours. Are we gonna, Later, you think right. we're going to talk about movement? 
so bad. Movement? It's actually it's disgusting. the worst thing about the game. Terrible. Right. I might <laughs> plug okay, in. I might plug in the controller tonight. Dude, actually. it feels like uh, I don't, we can't get into this now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll talk later. Was Sox. Divinity that bad though? I don't remember it being, but it has to be. I guess yeah. Divinity okay. was, was the same. We're yeah. playing Baldur's Gate. It it it's cool so far, and we'll talk about it later. <laughs> <laughs> Next right. year. Yeah. Um, that being said, that's all we have. That was a long one, but that's okay. Um, thanks again to Jeff. Check out his Twitch channel, uh, What Killed Jeff. That's right. We're doing... What am I playing? Octopath? No. no. You're doing Bravely Default. Bravely Default 2. Absolutely rules. That is a RPG you should play. Um, and then on either Tuesday or Wednesday, we're starting WrestleQuest. So WrestleQuest. Tune in. Awesome. So what is it? What Killed Jeff? Twitch.tv slash slash what killed Jeff. Awesome. What's your... uh, Check them out. So obviously we're all doing Baldur's Game. That's kind of like the the co-op thing. What are... What are you playing? Uh, Street Fighter? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I'm asking you. Either Remnant or Street Fighter if you want to do some co-op stuff. Uh, I'm actually going to start Ratchet and Clank. Oh, wow. Keep on that PlayStation. Wow, I have to play Assassin's Creed at some point too. Maybe I'll start that. Okay, very good, very good. (laughs) Um, Thanks for listening. If you made it this far, we truly appreciate it. Um, Check us out, couchcompany.games. Everything's on there, all the links, all the goodies. And uh, check us out next time. We'll be here, same time, same place. Thanks for joining us on the couch.